part is dope because I feel connected to the characters. But yeah, once you go right. past this point, it's like I don't go fuck about anybody. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you are. Get on with it. Just end the show or something, dude. Yeah. And this current season, I don't even give a fuck, dude. Like the end of the season is just fucking garbage. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't know who you are. More knights coming in. Oh. This guy's a fucking. I hate the green haired dude. He's so that yeah. that turn of character. Yeah. So fucking dog shit. Yeah. I fucking hate it. It's like, oh, I have this power boost. I'm a fucking big dick guy now. No, <laughs> that's not how that works. You're listening to the Anime Isekai Podcast, a weekly anime show where we discuss the current season of anime airing. This season, we're talking about My Hero Academia, Villain Saga, Sword Online, and more. That's coming up next on the Anime Isekai Podcast. Now let's get started with the show. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Anime Izakaya podcast. This is the fall recap episodes and also week one of the winter 2020 season. I'm your host, David, and joining me today, we have Stratton. Hello. Next up, we have Brian. Yo! Next up, we have Taylor. Hello! Next up, we have Ku. Oh, hello, friends. And finally, we have Sasha. Marhaba, Habibi! <laughs> All right. So this up yeah. great introduction. Yes. So yes. So uh, this episode, we're just gonna mainly go over a lot of the just like our thoughts and reviews on like the fall 2019 season. We kind of already did the season finale episodes last week, and right now there's not that many shows that aired for winter 2020. We will go over Darwin's game because that did air earlier this week. That's like really the only winter game winter uh season show that's really been out that we're gonna that's talk about. New. Yeah, that's new. Yeah. And then we still have My Hero Academia and Fate Grand Order that's continuing on to this winter season. So we'll still talk about them like in a week-to-week discussion format. And we'll save the recap for them for the end of the season. So we're just going to start right away with uh, My Hero Academia. Um, again, like the regular episode format. This is just continuing off what we had last week, right? When Deku smashed through that wall. And then this this is basically like, Deku's like time to shine. Because basically like everyone else is just dying. That's what this episode was. Everyone's just dying. Uh, yeah. And Death is upon us. You know, it's funny how we always joke about how someone's going to die. Just and? Just, and? I wish we would have never said that, man. It's depressing. I don't want them to die, okay? They're they're all going to die. I mean, Nana hasn't died yet. No, he just got yeah. severely He's impaled by seven, yeah. several spikes. Lost his arm too, yeah. Yeah, and right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure die. he's dead, dead. Nah, nah, nah. He's got to get impaled in the eyes to die. That's the quirk, huh? I feel like this is what's going to happen. They're going to go to the hospital, and I'm like, oh, you guys are lucky. If that spike would have impaled you three centimeters to the left, that would have hit a vital organ. But as it stands, it somehow missed all your vital organs. <laughs> Just showing an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Although I was, I don't, I don't know. I would say like it's pretty fucked up how like Chisaki just basically merged the confession guy into him and like grew yeah. like the two extra arms. That was really fucked up. This like arc in general has been more dark, but that was just really fucked up. I, I just, I don't know. I, I just thought, not even. I, I just thought it was stupid. Like it's, yeah. it's just like yeah. He just merges himself with somebody else and just like makes himself like a new thing where he's just healed. That that was just like 
I know he can put things together and stuff, but his like explanation is like, oh, I just took him apart and had him like merge into me. I just thought like, come on, you're reaching now. This is like some GBZ shit. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, they never really explained like the full limitations of his quirk, but I feel like this is kind of far-fetched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, to be honest, like I thought he was pretty unique and original, but like you said, GBZ just throwing something out there, uh, going yeah. all cell on people, absorbing people. <laughs> Yeah. Taking new forms, I I didn't really like it. Yeah. Um, but the thing that kind of threw me off is I feel like they might cop out on a few things here because you know how Night I say that he his his visions are never wrong, like they yeah. always are going to occur. And with the um with the title of this episode, it was kind of misleading too. I thought that he saw something that was promising for them, not something oh. where he saw the death of him and Deku. What was the title? Um, I I forgot what it was, but something about unforeseen hope. hope. Yeah, unforeseen hope. So I was hoping mm. that maybe something good was going to come. But, the girl, like, right? But then, like I said, he saw the death of himself in Deku. So unless there's a cop out or something, like I guess Deku's so, one for all can change fate. I guess. Yeah. So I don't sh- see how this is going to come out. Usually, like when you re- you have like someone with, with like a like like a, like someone who sees in the future and they see death, like if they like whenever they get killed, they usually like cut, like that's when that gets cut off and so i think where they say is like like yeah he's gotta die and then like he thinks deku's gonna die because that's like the last thing he sees in his vision but then like it'll probably be the actual outcome probably be different because so you're saying that the nada is gonna die then for sure no nada is already dead no he's still talking he's still talking it's not confirmed so like (laughs) right but i think but it's like like the way the vision yeah visions work in these kind of shows it's like Whenever like the person with the vision gets cut off, like that's when they die, and then like they think like it's like it's gotta make you think that like the other person is gonna die too. But it just showed him getting, it just showed like Deku getting like you know like getting cut, but it didn't actually show him actually dying. So yeah. that that that's if, like one explanation they could do for that. So what if he what if Nadai survives this and then and then what? what I don't he, know that. Then then in like then it'd be weird. Like I have to. Hey. Nobody dies again. Just Lamillion loses his quirk. Hmm. The real question is, does Nighteye lose his six-pack? That's when he truly dies. Is it I a six mean, or an eight? Do we know it's this? It's an eight-pack. It's an eight-pack. Okay. Oh, mean... oh, man, it's an eight-pack. He does work out those weird... Those weird signs? I guess little stamps? The chest pieces? Or are they, are they yes. stamps? I, just, I thought that they were just like... Yeah, they're, they remind they're... me of the shake weight. Wow, uh... these things are so small. <laughs> He just yeah. shakes those between his fingers in his office. He's like, yes, make me laugh, students. Uh, no. Yeah, I can see that. He does have some weird yeah. uh, quirks. <laughs> uh, I don't know, guys. I was so hyped for this part of the show, and this episode just fell flat for me. Like, I kind of like who was talking about where you're excited to hear that potentially there might be a game-changing thing that's going to happen where, you know, you feel the weight of a hero finally losing their life mm-hmm. or because this villain has outsmarted them. But it feels, you know, to both your points, kind of cheapened with this random disassembling of somebody else and putting them on top of you. Yeah. I don't I don't know. This episode just fell so flat. Like, I really could care less if uh, Night Eye lives or dies. Uh, Lemillion, he stole the show unexpectedly with yeah. his moment. And I feel since then, they're kind of just dragging this out now. It's like either let this guy escape, kill him or move on. But don't turn this into Deco or Deco. Deku randomly like uses a hundred percent and helps yeah. them evade the situation. So again, yeah, I, I am interested I, I, to see what that guy with the hair does, though. Who can like slow you down? Yeah, 
yeah, I got yeah. Chrono stations. I know, I know, Taylor, you had similar thoughts as well. You're yeah, wrong. I thought the episode overall was kind of a letdown. Like you guys said, I thought that it was just awkward, and I also felt that it shaped the show that we'd never heard of this being one of the options for Chisaki's quirk and. Just felt like it came out of nowhere. Me and Stratton both looked at it and we were like, what just happened? <laughs> and not in a good way. And then, um, I don't know, I was a little bit disappointed too with Deku when he comes in. I was very excited and that fell completely flat too. It was his windup is 20% and <laughs> it just got evaded and shut down immediately. And then nothing <laughs> else really happened with him other than him just saying for a very long time, I'm not going to let this happen, but nothing really happened. So mm-hmm. it was just... Yeah. It was okay. I also like how all the spikes for some reason miss everybody. <laughs> like, it, like the whole room has pretty much been turned into the spikes by this point. And you feel like maybe like only like Deku's been hit in the wrist. He's like, oh guys, luckily it was just this part. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I'm starting to get mixed feelings about this season because oh, this there's just no tension. I'm not feeling that on the edge of my seat. Like, oh yeah, I can't wait for the next episode. I'm like, oh, okay, let's just get this part done with. Yeah, like this was supposed to be the This was supposed to be the Deku episode, but then, you know how uh, Sasha and Taylor said, like nothing really happened, and then it seems like next episode, like it's it's just like Deku's almost taking a backseat again, because uh, just because of the end of the episode when it shows like all the new people that are just joining in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Deku really needs to take some notes from Kirishima. Honestly, I think, that's really good point. <laughs> I think what they do, though, is because Kirishima is a side character, they limit the amount of time that their story takes place. So basically, like, it's within an episode and it's one and done. And I feel like with Deku, because he's the main character, they extend it through multiple episodes. And that's probably what's taken away some of that heightened sense of danger within the episode or any urgency. It's just like what's what's going to happen next oh deku has to think about this and night eye is going to say something really transformative and then deku contradicts that by using his powers that night i never predicted so his vision can be wrong oh <laughs> so it's like dude this so yesterday i mentioned how demon slayer has just amazing pacing with demon slayer like if we take it comparatively the fight somehow just continues to move on to the point where you're like I actually still care about it. At this point, I'm like, all right, just you get out of this tunnel. Tell me what happens to uh, Eraser, and let's move on. Yep. So are you saying bring in the League of Villains? I don't know how much that would do. I think, honestly, we just need an end to this scenario because what happens next is the roof cave-in and then dinosaur girls like, oh, I didn't die. I'll help you out. It just... I don't know. I feel like I'm done with this scenario. Let, let's move on with it. But uh, it sh- could just be me. No, it's not. Emotionally being let down. Yeah. No, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> ah, I'm so disappointed, Shisaki. Like, because now, like, for sh- like just for sure, they are like whatever. Like, they got to beat him like eventually, and then like. Oh yeah, David. Yeah. So he's not gonna get away. God, Is that what you're saying? I'm so disappointed now. Like, he was like this. Is, I think this is just a waste of like of the character and like and like the arc they had for the potential. And now like I don't know, man. Now I just yeah, now just, he, just just like Sasha, I just want to get done and over with and just move on. Now that he fused well, I, with his underling, he feels even more like a cartoony villain to me. Like I feel like that really undermined him. Right. And then this may sound. Guys, oh, go ahead. No, and then if you guys remember too, uh, Toga and Twice is still there, and they plan to do something to make Chisaki cry. So they're planning to do something to to mess with him. So they're like they're still there to kind of throw chaos into his plan. 
So I don't think he's getting away. I'm pretty sure at this point, he's he's going to either get captured or die in this uh, in this arc. Hmm. Sasha, what were you going to say? I feel that this is a very random. I just don't like the environment they're in. It's so bland. It's, it's it, terrible. It, it doesn't draw me into the fight at all. Like, I, I wish it was in a different environment because it kind of reminds me once again, Dragon Ball Z, where pretty much every fight scene is in like a giant kid. landscape. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And so this is just like this bland inside of this hall. I, I know it's a very minor, minor and like petty scene to nitpick, but no. gosh, I wish there was something like more to the surroundings to make it intriguing and draw your eye to it. As of right now, it just feels like they're in a, a hallway and spikes are coming out of the floor every other second. <laughs> it's just like, come on. That's why, like I said, I'm more interested to see what happens with Eraser at this point. Like, is this guy with the hair, is he about to do something a little bit yeah. raunchy? No, or I, is he... I know, I, I totally understand when you're, you're talking about Sasha, like, like the whole, like, especially comparison to DBZ. Like, yeah, that's that's definitely, like... Um, that was definitely one of the things about DBZ that was really annoying. It's just, it was always, like, like an like an outdoor landscape of like canyons and like mountains and like random oceans yeah. and all it, it all got felt really the same. redundant yeah yep yeah, it's like no matter how many mountains they blew up in dragon ball z there was always more mountains to blow up <laughs> yeah we're now replaced the mountains with hallways because that's yeah. what's going on and spikes yes and spikes <clears throat> brian your thoughts before before we uh, it up. i pretty much just agree with everybody like this this fight like i was looking at last episode and this episode I was really looking forward to the fight. I'm super simple. If the fight is super well animated and super dope, emotions are high, I'm super into it. But the last episode and this episode, it just lacked all of that. Like, there's no impactful hits. There was, like, no good choreography going on. Like, when I think of, like, super, for the show in general, like, the two scenes that really hit home where emotions are high and the animation is just spot on is... The muscle guy against Deku and all for one versus one for all. Like those two are like by far some of the best <laughs> fighting that you could have in this show. And it's like these, these like guys versus like the final boss type of stuff. Like it needs to be up there, but since it's not, it's just like, Dude, like Deku, it's, it's sort of like just whatever. Deku like, yeah. tried like to to bounce off the ceiling and he still miss. Yeah, so. I was so hyped when it basically twenty percent. Like he just talked about how his like body's like creaking and everything. I was like, oh damn, shit's about to happen. And then he uses Manchester smash and misses completely. And I was like, well, that was a that was a fail. <laughs> yeah, his it, hips just explode. He's immobilized. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm really hoping it's not gonna be one of those cop out things where again Deku ends up just doing like a hundred percent, and then just kind of ends it like that. But you know they are, right? Judging from the title for the next episode, Infinite 100%. Yeah. Something stupid's about to happen. Yeah. Didn't he like kind of do that like already? It was like, um, I think. Yeah. Like, so the against Detroit Smash. Like, like, was it Detroit Smash? He, Wait, he, did, he did something about like 100 Like, well, yeah. He, so uh, I think it was Muscle Guy versus Deku. Yeah. Where, like, it wasn't like. His legitimate life was on the line and he was saving a little kid. Mm. A little kid was cheering him on. So he was like, you know what? It's time to go all out or else everything's over. Like, it was a real risk that he had to just push through the limits. So he was like, it's 1 million percent right yeah, now. Something like that. That's yeah. when I was on the edge of my seat for that episode. I was so into it. I was like, let's go. I was tearing up. I was cheering. I was like, it was the one of the best episodes ever. And it's like, if, if the next episode tries to do something like that, it's like, it, come on, dude. You got to do something else. 
I know um, for that, like I actually had to go to, I think it was Reddit. It was more like a, kind of just like a mental, like a mental thing. It wasn't actually like a million percent. It was more yeah. of just like a Deku to, yeah, it was basically just because like just Deku kind of just psyching himself up, basically. That's what it was. Hmm. I mean, it was still epic. It was still really epic. Due to Brian's point, I think looking at it now, the show definitely picks up when it does fights one-on-one. It feels like the group fights are slowly becoming like too clustered and bogging some of the pacing down. Mm-hmm. Like the two fights he mentioned were by far the best fights in the show, and they're both in season three. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a, that's a thought that's forming in my uh, mind. And, is, and like the, the, term, the tournament fights too, they're, they're really good, and they're like one-on-one. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. We shall see. Yeah. Like, you know what this season needs now to save it? Needs that seal guy, man. <laughs> so, you know, were, <laughs> he needs to come out of the ground. I don't, oh, or water, I don't, gotcha. I don't, I don't know how strong he is in, uh, without water, though. Talking about, uh, without water, but, talking about uh, the scenery, there's going to be no water. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, they're, they're very underground. That's, that's what's going on. But okay. to, to back up your point, uh, Sue and um, Uraka were showing up, too. So. Oh yes, that's a good point. Uh, the only thing I had a connection with that was Sue. <laughs> I have no yeah. idea if that's going to do anything else. It's all good. All right. that, that's a fair connection. So, uh, guys, what do we think about Eraser? What's going to happen to him? Uh, he's about to get. Effed. I don't know. I, don't like, know he, I feel like he's done for a little while because he's he's like subdued. Yeah. Like he can't do anything. This dude's apparently slow as a snail. It's like, bro, what are you going to do? He can't really do anything. He has to wait for someone else to like help him out. Mm-hmm. But then with the whole introduction of the Dragon Lady, uh, Froppy, and uh, Uraka, um, I, I'm sure he'll be fine, honestly. I feel like at this point, they're just going to throw on the plot armor, save everyone, and everything's going to be A-OK somehow. I, I really hope they don't do that. Like, the Lemillion just lost his powers. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, dude. Like, that was a big that was a big hit. That's, like, yeah. a pretty big hit. Like, <laughs> this guy is still trying to push through. That's why Lamillion is like probably just fan favorite at this point. Mm-hmm. Literally definitely he 95%. was uh, definitely he was the best part of this episode. Still, <laughs> yeah, and he was only there for like five fifteen minutes, seconds. Not even. Yeah, <laughs> David's like his eyes still bother me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but are you guys excited for the next episode? Well, how this episode ends? No, I'm, I'm, I'm like Sasha. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, I want it over with now. I always yeah. want to move on to the next arc. I'm yeah, just, I'm, dis- point, I'm disappointed. It's just Chisaki. Well, yeah. At the at this point, it's just like the the big fights that were supposed to happen. They're supposed to be super good. They're not delivering like, like how they should be. Because so like, I was thinking like, okay, like if Lemillion versus Chisaki wasn't gonna be like nice anime. Okay, maybe Deku versus Chisaki would be. And that was supposed to be this episode, so maybe there's another one. Because I thought I thought we, we had like another like another season go off, but I yeah I think it's I think Chisaki's arc is done after this. So. Yeah, Taylor, excited? Neutral. Hmm. Also ready for the arc to move on. But uh, ready for what to move on? For oh, for it to move on to the next arc. Oh right right yeah. Well, I mean maybe there's maybe Deku's episode will be next week too. Who knows? Or they're just going to drag it on even longer. I mean, if you're going 100 percent infinitely, uh, I think this yeah. is the part where it ends. Yeah. All right. It, so, it so, so, is everybody in agreement that Chisaki's not going to make it out? <laughs> nope. The guy's done. No. I don't. What did you say, David? I didn't hear you. No. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to go against the crowd here. I don't think he's necessarily done. I just 
Really? Uh, I'm, yeah, I like like I said, it, it doesn't make sense for his character to go out here. Like, what's the point of introducing this guy and having it all end this this soon? Then again, for a guy who seems so cool, calm, composed, he lost his cool very quickly. Oh yeah, he's losing. Uh, but I still don't think it's quite over with him. So uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I still I still agree with Sasha too. Really, even that's after right. he, he cheated and fused with uh, uh yeah, that's the only thing that's kind of throwing me off. But I agree with Sasha. I just don't think it makes sense pacing. I mean, <clears throat> this season hasn't been great for pacing in general, but just in terms of um, plot structures and pacing, I don't think it would really be the best option. The, the what and I think his is arc as a character oh, too. But I'm, no, sorry, I'm, but I'm just thinking like his arc as a character yeah i don't think it makes sense like one fight and then he's undone and that's it like uh-huh. uh i could see so many more interesting capabilities like for example his team gets wiped out but he's forced to go back to the league of shadows and follow someone else's directions and orders and then they have to work together again and they have a second uh fight with the <laughs> with the heroes or something of that nature right where it shows yeah. some type of progress and change within his character as it stands right now they built them up. They've had one major fight, and that's it. Like it, I don't know. It, yeah, I, I the disappointment think, episode is overwhelming me. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I, I definitely do think though that uh, I think Chisaki's going to be done, but I think his end is going to somehow come with uh, the League of Villains, um, because I, I, whether it's like let's say if he maybe sneaks away, but then runs into League of Villains, thinking like he's you know for help, but then he gets no help. Also, Toga's ability is something with blood, so I could easily see them like them ending him and taking his blood, and then because he does have a unique uh, quirk that's mm-hmm. uh, you know really different from a lot of other people. And then because I don't, because who knows like what other League of Villains will show up later on? So they could, I think they could easily save his his blood, or Toga could easily just save his blood and use it. I guess it, mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, does she get the Does she get the quirk if she ingests the blood? No, I, I think, think so. That so. time, or is it just? I, I think, think it's just appearances. Just transformation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's what I think. I think somehow, I think he's gonna somehow get like done by like, let's say like uh, Deku or somebody's gonna knock him out. But then he, it's he's gonna somehow get away or go to like some different place, and then he's gonna run run into the League of Villains, and then I think that's where it ends. But but I, I don't think he's gonna make it out uh, um, alive, or at least I don't think he's gonna get away. Let's leave it at that. Mm. So all right, was there anything else that anyone want to add? Or that's right. good. We'll see what happens next week. So I just want to ask a question just for everybody in general. Like, what do you guys think could redeem this arc this far in if there are any like redeeming qualities that you could try to do if to make I, it better? If Chisaki does like get away and he, he yeah, he does rebuild like a new team or like get to oh, still God. go after him. So like I don't know. I don't know. I've always hated the thing where it's just like somebody gets away and then rebuilds another team and then you have to beat them again. I, I hate that. I just I had, just, I had high expectations for Chisaki, so I just want him to re- redeem himself. But, as but, a villain. But, besides, but besides Chisaki, I don't know what it can what the show can do to redeem it because we have really nowhere to go besides just League of Villains. Um, they don't have so, it any. Yeah, they basically just went all in in Chisaki right now, and there's nothing to really like kind of look forward to after him right now. So that's my thought. I think there's an angle. I have no idea if they would go this route, but. I think it would make sense if they capture Eraser, um, Night Eye dies, and then uh, Lemillion does not get his cork back by any means. Rip. And they, the heroes, get to keep Aerie. They escape. They're scathed. They, they have lost some things. 
um, some people along the way. The villains, however, I, I, I want to say basically Chisaki's crew is decimated. It's like him and Hair Guy, and they're forced to go back to the League of Shadows. League of Shadows have four bullets left to use. And so they come up with a game plan to attack the four most prominent heroes and get rid of their quirks. And it sets up this conflict for the second half of the season where you put Chisaki in a situation where he's not comfortable. Basically, he's second in command or even less than that to a League of Shadows group. But he has to work with them to achieve his ultimate goal of becoming right like ruler of the universe. Uh, and yeah. that way, it, it sets up the tension because you put Chisaki in a different role. Uh, Eraser's life is on the line because they're holding him hostage. And then the heroes are at risk because you know there's four bullets left four quirks could potentially be going away. And I think that would set up the show really well for a grand exit for this season. Will it go that route? I have no idea, but I think anything else feels a bit shonen-y, which is weird to say, because we talk about how it subverts the shonen um, troops but or tropes, but I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to expect at this point because it was going in a very strong direction, and now I feel it's lost a lot of momentum. Mm-hmm. Do you think, though, if it were to happen like that, like, Chisaki is the number two guy, do you think he'd be okay with it? Hell no. no. Hell no. I I, I think (laughs) he looks at himself as such a, uh, like, a maniacal, methodical person who can outwit or get out of any situation based on his powers. And so when he's subjugated to becoming less than the best, he probably hates it so much. It's just, like, he probably hates it more than getting dirty because, obviously... Yeah, his skin and his reaction. So <laughs> that's why I, I would find it interesting. It's when you put characters in places where um, they would react really poorly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where they're not comfortable. That's when you get a true entertaining like conflict within the show. And that's why I'm saying I don't think his purpose in the show has been served if it's just him dying in a tunnel while he's in venom form. That's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, cool. But again, yeah. no, I don't. I don't think there's anything that's going to happen. I, like, like I said, he's a new villain. He was just brought in this season. I, I really think he hasn't putting too much emphasis on the guy. I, I really don't think anything else is going to go on with him. I, uh, I, I do agree though with Eraser being captured currently. I think he might be like the bait for the next arc, where he's uh, transported to the League of Villains. He's uses bait, and now the heroes have to rescue him. And with the whole four bullets uh, being left over. Um, you know, All Might is still set to die in Night uh, Night Eye's vision. So uh, I'm guessing that maybe All Might is trying to go rescue him and he gets shot with a bullet and he, he gets killed in the process because that power is what was keeping him together. Um, but yeah, I don't think Chisaki's going anywhere from this point. I mean, <clears throat> I still think this is the longest like amount of time where you, like they focus on a villain. I mean, Stain was at, what, max maybe six episodes and I was pushing it? That was mm-hmm. not. No, it was less than that. Uh, yeah, like so like this three is three or besides, four. Yeah, so this is by far like what's his name? So yeah, but he just kind of like shows like here and there, but he's not like the the main villain yet. Right. Uh, they're definitely setting like setting that up to be like he'll be like the final like the final boss. Yeah, but the problem is too is you don't know what's going to go on anymore. Like like yeah. I said in the very beginning, the pacing was uh, it looks like it was going somewhere. Like there was actually a concrete foundation that they had set. But with the whole, with the whole last half of this of this episode, I, f- I felt like it just went out the window. Yep. Yeah. Taylor, Brian, you guys, uh, your guys' thoughts? Uh, uh, go ahead. 
<laughs> I don't really have anything more to add that you guys didn't already cover. But what do you think is going to happen to Shisaki? I really, I really don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm like in pretty much the same boat. Like, I don't really know. I don't really care. I'd rather just see what's up next. To I get, suppose, like, yeah. The, the original question was like, do you think anything can redeem this arc? I don't know if. Uh, yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't question. think so. I think they've reached past that peaking point. You think so? At this point, they either ride it out on the plane and just <clears> end this arc, or it just drops even further. There's really the only two directions. I, I have very little faith it'll go back up on the hill. Kayla, same? Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess one thing I've been wanting from Hero Academy for a long time is to have more of an emphasis on the League of Villains. I mean, I was fine with this going towards the Yakuza and learning about their backstory because it actually seemed structured. Like, it felt like I had an idea, like I knew what they wanted and they felt appropriately dangerous in the beginning. Uh, whereas, like, the League of Villains, for a long time now, I felt were really disorganized. I forget who half of them are. Um, we don't really know their backstories or really what they're going after. And so I guess if there's anything that I would be excited about, it would be to get more information about them. So I feel like it would structure the plot of the whole anime better. All right. I think we're going to end it there for now. So that's it for Hero Academia for this week. And then, um, we'll move on. Uh, no one piece this week. We'll continue that for the next week's episode. And then we're going to start with our week. Like our kind of like our reviews or thoughts on the fall season in general, and then we're gonna start with uh, Vinland Saga. So I can't, I want to hear um, Sasha's thoughts because he just uh, finished this recently. So just thinking back to like just what you marathon, like what were your overall thoughts on the season? Um, definitely a strong show. Good pacing overall. Um, if I had to pick out things that were highlights. Um, I'm not a fan of him, but Aslan's character arc I thought was amazing uh, because it shows what he had to go through and how he changed throughout this time and basically the sacrifice that he had all the way up until the last point because his role has kind of been as that sacrificial lamb in a sense because he's had to bite his tongue living amongst the Danes for so long. And then in the end, he's given this ultimatum of, hey, it's either Wales, your homeland, uh, or it's this prince that you're raising to be the king. You got to give one up. And he said, you know what? I'm willing to die for protecting both. And that shows you what type of character he is. Um, Thorfinn's character is someone that I was annoyed with. I understand it. And it makes perfect sense why he was the angsty teenage boy throughout most of the show. I just wish it would have gone somewhere. But I also think it's a good life lesson because... Uh, you don't always get what you want in life. And actually, majority of the time, you don't get what you want in life. And that's what happened with him. It's he wasn't willing to adapt and learn from um, learn from Assland. So I uh, I think there, there were a lot of great lessons. The character development was great. Uh, the only character that I really did not care for or their development was Canute. Is that how you pronounce yeah, it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, just, I just thought his turnaround was unrealistic it was way too quick and it, it it didn't make any logical sense for me to have someone who's a shut-in who's so reserved who basically acted like a buffoon become this ultra intelligent confident kira-esque leader within the gap like the what two hours of his uh mentor dying so i had some quips with the show uh but overall i thought it was really 
really well done. And I was surprised by it, honestly, because I was like, eh, how good can this be? I think the one tiny knock, and it's not a really fair criticism, is this show is is, is really well done, but I almost feel like um, that Game of Thrones, Vikings, all these other shows, it, it, this type of story lends itself better to live action. And again, this is like a really harsh criticism to nitpick, but I almost feel like these stories are made for live action. Uh, but I think that the anime did as best as it could to give us that same type of vibe and feel without being, uh, as we mentioned, without using too many of the anime tropes and making it feel less serious. So, uh, but overall thumbs up for the show. So uh, you think that like the drama part of it, like should have been more live? Do you think like the anime should lean on more like the action or? Um... No, I think if anything, the action was a bit cartoony and goofy, right? Okay. Like, him throwing a spear and yeah. uh, by him Thor kill yeah. and getting like fork. I get it that like that part draws in a lot of the casuals. For example, like I'm, I'm sure Brian loves that shit because hell that's... yeah, this boy Thor yeah. just destroyed like more people. Like that's what he gets off on, and it, it, you they show that throughout <laughs> the show. Hey man, not like that. That's just messed up. I'm sorry, kids. If you're listening to the show, <laughs> we're still on PBS. Um, but. Uh, I also thought sometimes the animation would get a little goofy. Like there was a scene where basically, um, uh, what's his face? Aslan is torturing someone, like he's cutting off their fingers. And then they hear the news that Thorkill is coming and he makes this weird face and it looks like a two-year-old drew it. So I was just like, wait, what's, what's going on oh. here? And I'm it's, it, sure it's hard to stretch that over um, 24 episodes to budget that. But these are really minor nitpicks guys i'm telling you the show overall was pretty phenomenal all right so i'm just gonna jump in and say like yeah a lot of people will agree that like like we all had a criticism of like a, a thornfin at least mm -hmm. yeah like like we all like did not like his characters basically during this during this this season even though like because the last episode like the title of the last episode was called in a prologue and so I'm more curious about like what's gonna happen in Thornfin. Like if he's finally like after all this this shit that's happened and and Asad finally dying, like is he finally gonna like learn his lesson and like and you know and change as a person like moving on. Um, and and yeah, I kind of agree with you with, with Canute. Like, cause because the thing is like, what happened was like it's basically like he saw like Ragnar in a dream, and I think it's like basically after that dream. Is when he just snapped and just like turn around, and so. Exactly. So like I, like, I didn't think about it back when I watched just because like it fit the story, but then just hearing again like yeah, it does make sense that like it's a really weird like, like like turn around for that that kind of character. Um, I don't know. I I don't know for so for the character Knut, uh, I mean it's kind of for the most part it's unrealistic. Thick. Like I agree, like it's really unrealistic for this guy. It's just a hundred and eighty, just completely, just in terms of just his own personality. But it's like when this guy, because he gave up on the thought of God, or like a higher being or whatever, saving him or giving him like some grace or whatever it was, to just be like, I'm gonna take it all in my own hands rather than waiting for someone else to do it for me. So I feel like that that was the more of the driving force of him like doing the big character shift yeah but i still see sasha's point that like he like like he like he was really he gained a lot of intelligence just like just like being a leader and like 
and knowing just like how to like act around like you know act around like like Aslad and Thorkill and his dad. It's like it's like those things like he he intentionally shut himself out of and then yeah and he did like just somehow like be able to like just be able to lead to lead them all. It's just yeah. Like that, yeah. that, yeah, part, I think, that yeah. yeah. I, I guess that make that makes sense, yeah. An easy yeah. way I think Oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh no, I w- I was just gonna say that normally those types of developments would drive me crazy as well. Like they they would just stick out like a sore thumb. I think that for this one I so desperately wanted to see improvement with his character because he was probably my second least favorite character of the show up until that point. And I really just didn't feel like he fit in in any way. And so even though it was kind of a thinly veiled reason for him doing that switch, uh, I was fine with it. I kind of just suspended my disbelief. That's how how it happened to me too, yeah. I was okay with it. It was so much better, so I let it roll. Because I feel like the rest of the show in general is fairly realistic for, you know, a Vikings anime. I feel like it's fair, you know, Mm -hmm. all the developments happen slowly and over time. And so I was okay with this one stretch. I mean... And then for me too, um, for Aslad, like, yeah, I mean, like, yes, he's still gonna be like, like, like the best character of the show, but like, yeah, there's still, it's just, it's just a lot of things he does, like, where his whole thing is about, like, yeah, trying, like, where he he says, like, he's trying to, like, save, like, his, his people in his country, but he still does, like, bad things as a Vikings, like, that he hates so much, but he still did them as a Viking, so, like, like, like I can't. It's hard to like to to like separate that from like his, from his his end goals. Yeah, it's a little hypocritical on his part. Yeah, he's a he's a dirty guy, which is why I'm not a big fan of him. I'm not saying he's not entertaining. I would definitely watch more of his character. But when it comes to siding with characters, I'm also bitter the bet about the fact that you know, my man Thor's had to die to him. So that that was just. <laughs> That was just bad. When that happened, like one thing I love about a show is unpredictability. Like when you don't know what's going to happen, that's what keeps you drawn into the show. And that's what I loved about it. Because when he went out, I was like, oh, what's going to happen next? And then we got, you know, 20 episodes of uh, Linkin Park Thorfinn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm so mad. Which, like I said, is understandable. But you just really wished he would have done something, especially as the son of Thor's. But it took Thor's having a child to realize, yeah, not being a warrior is not about murdering people. So, who knows? Maybe this guy goes off and does something. Uh, very random segue. The one of the last scenes they show is a guy with red hair sailing. Is that potentially someone new, or is that person related um, to that red hair lady that so escaped the village? I think what they did. I think they're um, foreshadowing the second season. I think those are going to oh, okay. be the, the new characters that are going to be part of the, the second. season. The, the, ne- the next season at Got it. So i'm predicting that like because after i don't know how much of this war that's in england they're still gonna do but i think for thornfin i think he's gonna leave england i think he's gonna finally like because the, the show is called villain saga and so i think he's gonna finally like sail with leaf and go to like to greenland or like or vinland so i think i think that he's gonna finally yeah finally just start like like this whole the whole i guess like the whole point of this first season was just for his I guess like just him learning the life lessons or whatever let's like I mean chasing have asked that is one thing but like let's just finally learn to let go of basically just let go of his dad's death 
because that's what's been holding him back this whole time. And I think, and I think, yeah, the second season, I think he's gonna finally like stay out of to Vinland because they were kind of they're kind of foreshadowing it too. How um, like 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 I think even even like his dad was talking about how like there's they talk about this this magical place that has like you know fertile farmland and like that's free for everyone and like there's no slaves or whatever. So I think that yeah, I think it's gotta be him trying to sail to Vinland. Hopefully it's with Leaf, man. That's my boy. Uh, I mean, most the, underrated guy in the yeah, show. Yeah, in I mean, in in the actual history, like in like the actual Vinland sagas, like it, it says like it says like around this time he should be with Leaf, like sailing off to like to Greenland and Vinland. So, I guess like for the historical accuracy of that part, I guess like I don't think Thorfinn's even supposed to be in England, but they just put it on there for the show. That's fair. As long as next season they include a scene where he goes, "Hey." leave me alone then i will forgive the show they won't say that yeah i wouldn't hold my breath well i'm I'm holding okay okay i'm holding by the way soundtrack was amazing i really like the second ending song i thought that sounded oh. like i think yes I looked first at YouTube. opening and second ending yes uh so uh that was really cool the animation at certain points was great. The CGI was okay. It, it it fit in. It didn't like really take away from the show. So yeah, it was just it was just well done. I thought the last episode was really well done with the amount of things that happened there. Um, yeah, the the show is just it's it's well run and it's, and I, I definitely appreciated it. Yeah, the last episode was really crazy intense. I just want to say like I I really enjoy the anim like I like the backgrounds like the background environments like we're like in the forest. I thought that was really mm -hmm. well done. They really like helps it's at it's at the environment like like you're in like either like iceland or green or england so i really enjoyed like seeing that yeah the atmosphere was really well done i completely agree it really like whenever i would watch this show i had i felt like disassociated from reality for a little bit it felt like i was there yep concurred yeah and um so i just want to say too that um uh there wasn't like anything official for the second season, but like I think everyone's like parents saying it. It's, it's gonna be a second season because like they, because like the animation studio just like they posted something saying like, oh, we hope to see you guys soon, and like here's they said something like 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 we hope to make us another something about like you know another or like if we'll see you soon, and then we'll hopefully make it this again, and and they also they they kind of like I think they they. I posted like a, like a picture of like of of, of like a Thornfin from like one of the from like the second arc. So, and one one of the rumors is that um like it won't come out like twenty twenty, but maybe like twenty twenty one is when they'll be able to release it. So we'll see. For the most part, I That's think fair. that should be fine as long as they don't do, pull that Attack on Titan shit where they wait like five years or whatever for season one to two. They, so, they should be fine. We'll we'll see because this is the Attack on Titan studio, so they have. We'll see if they, yeah. if they even do because we we didn't even know they're still doing Attack on Titan season four, or that's gonna be a handoff to another studio. No, I, I so. hope they keep it because they so far so good. So right. yeah, well, we'll we shall see. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm waiting for my boy Thor Kill, man. He's that's who we all want to see some more of. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Does anyone else? Anyone else have anything else they want to say for Vinland Saga? No, uh, not for me. On a scale of one to ten, what'd you guys rate it? I gave it a ten. I probably give it ten. Or ten. Yeah, nine or ten. So. I think I give it an eight or a nine. 
I didn't really love the first half. It took me a while to get into it. Hmm, that's actually that's an interesting point. I thought the first four episodes were really, really good. Then it, it slowed down just a little bit because I had to get I had to adjust to Thornfin becoming emo kid for a while. Um I I usually don't like going between like 8.43, but I want to say this is like an 8.5, where I think a nine would be something that's like all just missing like one or two things from becoming a masterpiece. Um, and then an eight, I think it's above a lot of other shows that I would give an eight. So I'm, I'm with Taylor, somewhere between an eight and a nine. All right. And so that, we're going to end here now for Villain Saga. And then we're just going to um, transition on to our other shows. We have, uh, yeah, other shows we need to talk for their season recap. So so now we're going to move on to our next show. Uh, that's, we're going to do the recaps for, or not recaps, we're just giving, basically giving our thoughts for uh, season the, reviews. Yes, season reviews for our the fall 2019 seasons, even though a lot of them were <laughs> leftovers from summer. So we're we're gonna start with Sorter Online, our favorite show of this, pod, of this podcast, as you heard from all our previous discussions. So I gave it like a solid 10, dude. Yeah, I bet you did, Brian. I bet you did. So so basically this was because because it started as allegation for season one and two. That's when Kirito was stuck in like the simulator world. And then this one is because episode one, it basically started off like what six months after he defeated Pontifex. And this whole season just basically starts. Oh, actually, no, the whole season he's in the coma. Mm-hmm. And yep. it really just it's more focused on Alice and I guess later Asuna. So I want to. Barely. I'm gonna turn to Stren because I know he's our favorite Sword Art fan. So, oh uh, yeah. What were your uh, thoughts on like how Sword Art went this season? Well, at first, I uh, my anime list score I gave it was a six, um, <laughs> which if anybody knows my scra- my uh, my scoring grades, that's that's basically failing. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> mine is pretty biased, they go uh, pretty high scoring, but. I don't know, starting from the beginning, I mean, like you you may like, or for me, like, I I, I agree, I kind of look things for protagonist, um, weak supporting cast, or the supporting cast, the, I guess, the, the story, uh, and animation, and I just have, like, pros, cons type of things, uh, just kind of, like, noteworthy things uh, for me. But, I mean, like, uh, the main uh, the main protagonist, which everybody knows, Kirito, you don't see him at all, um, which I know for, like, a lot of people, they, I normally, just because, like, how Star has gone, um, a lot of people just basically, if it's not Asuna or Kirito, story's trash. That's what it's been like, just because like the the the, the writer, creator, or whatever, um, he's just been really bad at like uh, translating into like any kind of like supporting stuff. Um, which is my second thing. I just think it had a weak supporting cast, because um, I know this like this season they focused on a bunch more of like the um, the, the the was it the integrity the nights? Yeah, the integrity nights, and then like they, they would just like show. Like they didn't even really go on to too much of backstory of these guys, and then there's also like other people that would just kind of just jump in and just like hype up the moment until you realize you have no idea who this person is, <laughs> and then they have, they give you like maybe a five ten second flashback, and you're like wait like like have I had to go back and look through some things like online. I was like, do we know this person? And then of course you go to Reddit and say, and then your people say like, oh man, it's so awesome just seeing somebody you don't know and just jump in there and do stuff. I'm like, no, not really. Um, I just want to say um, like. This so basically like the whole season was preparation for the battle against Dark Territory because basically 
I think it's like episode two or three is when the the, the gate falls. And so mm-hmm. basically <laughs> it's like it's preparing for this battle like in like the canyon or like with around yeah, the fine. gate. And it, yeah, it's preparing for like, this one battle and then the whole rest of the season is just this one battle, this long continuous battle where every episode is introducing another integrity knight that we have no idea from. That's just what Stratton mentioned. Yeah. And like, and it's like, go ahead. I don't know. It's just like, I was hoping that like, it would do more of like, we would go on an actual adventure, like going into the territory and like exploring uh-huh. the different lands and like, <laughs> and eventually going to like, where like, like going to like the, the fortress where the, the, the emperor would be, but it's just this one battle. So that like, really threw me off i didn't really expect it to like to be here and yeah. I, I that's i don't like that at all like, yeah and, and when they were introducing the integrity knights like it wasn't even they barely even gave him like a kind of like a flashback like, to really get to know them they were and then like a couple of them i just remember just they were just, like just like the what was holding the back was just stupid i don't remember the guy like the green knight that had like those flutter yeah flutter knives whatever they were like his whole thing about why, like he was just like losing his mind. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, I just like because like for the Pontifex, you would think that she would, you know, she would actually be able to see through that this this guy was just a bitch, and this guy was just like afraid of battles. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna be straight up with that. Um, like, the, I they should have like introduced the integrity minds like last. I don't know. I guess I should, I say they should have done last season, but then again, like they kind of did like rush the second half of the of the last season yeah. with a tower. Just trying yeah. to like, kill Pontifex, so yeah, it makes they you wonder. Could have at least shown them or reference them, I guess, um, a little bit more. It makes you wonder like... if, like, if if it was like if maybe the light novel actually had more, or again, it's just the I author. He was just like he was just rushing, like he just rushed yeah. through the tower, and then now he's like rushing through like this one battle, like yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It's like it's a, that's another another tough thing, uh, just because like I mean, we none of us read the light novel. And then when you go to Reddit and you see people who read the light novel, they say like this is doing that. This is actually doing like the light novel. Like the anime is doing the light novel justice, which I kept thinking like if that's the, if that's the case, like there's no way in hell this show gets better or the, the light novel gets better from, uh, yeah. from the first couple. Um, but I mean, I thought like really the only in a way like a like saving grace for the show was animation. I mean, animation like still was just like top notch every episode. Man, it's just, like, it's just, just a waste. Really nice. It's a waste that yeah, really nice animation <laughs> has to be used yeah. on this show. Yeah, and then oh, and then I forgot. Uh, uh, also, like antagonists, or like because if if a show has a really good antagonist that you can actually sympathize with, you can get you know get behind them and actually understand their ways. Um, that that can be that can make the story just in general a lot more solid. And this guy, like I don't remember the guy's name, but they it's... they basically just have him evil to be evil. Like there's no there, there's nothing that I can get behind this guy where it's just like hmm, shoving screwdrivers, just basically blowing up bugs in the hand just for the hell of it. Yeah, sure. I, I remember his name. I feel for this guy. He I must have had remember, a hard upbringing. I don't remember his name just because, like, it's so just it's just fucked up. And then, like, it's just his stupid name. What's oh, his name? His name's Gabriel. His real life name is Gabriel. I think like his in game is like like Emperor Vecta or something. But mm-hmm. it's just oh, like yeah. it's just just reinforces that like the author can't write good villains. Like, yeah, it's, it's always it's, like it's always a creep or someone yeah. with like serious mental like there was someone who's like psychotic basically. Yeah, and like there's, I would, I would there's never like any good motivation for like any of these villains. Like it's always like one of those. It falls in one of those camps. So it's just yeah, he's just evil to be evil. Like there's, I mean, there's nothing like really behind. There's like, you basically just hate the guy and you, you don't feel for anything for him. And you're just like this guy. Just you just want him to die as fast as possible. Um, the only good 
villain this guy had was the the the, the first guy. Um, I, I keep forgetting the guy's name. Oh, the scientist. Yeah, the scientist guy. Oh, tell me but, Heathcliff. You know, uh, Heathcliff, like for season yeah, one. Basically, yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh. And then, it, in a sense, like I can't really consider him a true villain, even though he was behind, you know, killing thousands of people. Um, but at the end of it, you you can kind of, I guess, feel for the guy in a sense. I don't. Uh, really. I, don't. I mean, I, yeah. I kind of basically <laughs> just did what he wanted because he wanted to. There was really no reason behind it. He yeah. just wanted an adventure, right? Yeah. Uh, that's why he created this world. And yeah. kind of how Kirito found out who he was is there's no one that would want to create a game and just stay by the sidelines and watch. You yeah. want to be a yeah, yeah, yourself. So yeah. I think the the second season, uh, at least that villain had a purpose. Mm-hmm. Right? He he captured Asuna because he wanted to take over their uh, her father's company. Uh, yeah, but again, so, there was like no reason for him to be like, in a way that free? would be like the most legit one, just because it's just right. like, I'm just a businessman. I just want to take take over and then, you know. Right. Again, basically take uh, advantage of some chick that's in a birdcage. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the power trip, you know, maybe he was just a creep, but at least he had a reason to do what he was doing. Um, but I didn't like him as much as I liked the, the first season guy, Heathcliff. Yeah, Heathcliff was my favorite. And then, of course, then you go to season two where, I mean, they have a guy that's just like, just just basically like a batshit crazy dude that's just like stalking Shino in a sense, and then drugging people. Actually, not even just stalking Shino, but, but you know, it's, he just killed a bunch of people. Uh, it was a group. Uh, the red-eyed jokers or the laughing coffin oh yeah laughing coffin that's right right um, so at least with that you, you can kind of tell what they're doing because they're part of the pk group uh, yeah and the SA, sao world or, yeah. or whatever yeah and then since they got out they didn't know what to do themselves since they spent two three years just constantly killing people being part of this game it's like the war man you can't go back right you just can't <laughs> go back man um ptsd but yeah but uh going back like on uh on, or getting back on track Another thing that was just really stupid is just like a lot of like the, just certain gaming things that would I, I just don't think translated well at all. You mean like show. when when uh when that guy went to negative life health and he still was like kicking all, all the hits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't just negative; it was way past negative. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean that was just like that was just one of the things, that's, and there's a like if anybody makes. A goddamn game. There's gonna be passwords. Oh, and there's then, no passwords. Oh, yeah, Apparently, the they're not like heard of in the, the show. The, the super accounts. Oh, and also, um, as I mentioned too, like the, the just the fuck fights and like when people like get get rage and like they affect the person next to them too. Because you know that's that a good, that's really that's a good game too. mechanic. Well, again, they showed that once. They, they did not explain it. They just showed it. Yeah, but <laughs> even that one time they showed it was just really dumb. Like it was, was. It was. Whatever, like you're feeling, it's just like instantly, like it just affects. Like the NPC next to the first other person was just just dumb. Yeah, it's like your favorite man, the power of friendship. That's not my favorite. That's your favorite. <laughs> no, 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 no I, is, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. From a long time the ago. Power of emotions. Okay, the human soul. That's what it's signifying. As, yeah. yeah, the best. It's, yeah. It's but the anyway, best. that was that's, the human that's soul in, in a video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that were basically kind of like my next like all next time parts, you do so. like a raid, like just make sure you believe in your character, and he'll he'll definitely power through all of it. Yeah. When we're just about to wipe like a forty-man raid, just, like, I'm the last believe, guy left. Believe in yourself. Him. Believe in your character. He'll instantly get like, like a huge shield and a huge DPS boost, and he'll yep. he'll take down that raid boss. Yeah, well, and I won't say. die, and my life will just keep going negative. Harder the cards, sir. Harder the cards. But uh, those are my overall thoughts. Um, I don't know if you guys wanted to chime in with anything else, uh, Brian. I know you haven't really said anything. Um, I know <laughs> you loved this show. You yeah, ten out of ten. 
Good yeah, dude, 10 out of 10. Core the hell, it's terrible, series. man. Like he has already covered most of it. It's like I just don't understand what the show. Like I'll, I'll be honest, I binge watched the first entire like first part of Alicization just to catch up. I was like, oh, dude, the beginning is pretty dope. Like the yeah. first mm-hmm. twelve oh, yeah. episodes, I was actually really enjoying. Yeah. And once I got to the tower, I was like, yo, this is getting fucking stupid. This action, they're <laughs> rushing this shit so hard. Like these characters, I don't know who the fuck they are. It's like episode one, you meet a knight, he's dead. Next person, <laughs> next one, next one. I'm like, bro, slow it down. Give us reason to actually like enjoy these characters. It's like yeah. you give us zero time. It's like the reason why I like like the first part of Alicization is because you see Kirito, you see guy that turns into sword, and you see Alice. Yeah, Yuchio. I keep forgetting his name. Like these three characters are like, okay, they start as kids in this game, quote unquote, <laughs> and then you you grow with them throughout yeah. this journey. And it's that part is dope because I feel connected to the characters. Yeah. But once you go right. past this point, it's like, I don't go fuck about anybody. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you are. Get on with it. Just end the show or something, dude. Yeah. And this current season, I don't even give a fuck, dude. Like, the end of the season is just fucking garbage. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't know who you are. More knights coming in. Oh. This guy's a fucking... I hate the green-haired dude. He's so... That yeah. that turn of character yep. is so fucking dog shit. Yep. I fucking hate it. It's like, oh, I have this power boost. I'm a fucking big dick guy now. No, <laughs> that's not how that works. After, after you basically... You, after you, you're basically... You're an officer... In army, you basically like deserted your your units. Yeah, yeah. at and that then, point, don't even go back, dude. Because like that's just usually so, nobody's gonna fuck like, like you. Anymore. That's like death penalty right there. So, well, actually, reason, what's stupid is like the reason is like how that guy just decided to turn it around. Where it's basically oh. like, oh, these people need my help. Powerful. Oh, oh no, it's because he saw, it was literally he, saw he looked at Kirito's yeah. hand, clenching his fist. When Wait, which hand? The one that's there. I don't fucking know, dude. He just, like, like, just he's holding a sword it's or something. It's just Kirito. Like, yeah, he just saw Kirito, and he decided that's my reason to yeah, not like, be a bitch anymore. Yeah. This guy is trying to fight back when he's a legit vegetable. <laughs> I'm going to do something, finally. You know, oh. all my men dying? Nah, that, they're, they're, they're worthless, dude. This vegetable guy that I don't even know, that's the guy that I'm going to get hyped up about. Yeah. Fucking actual degenerates. And I think... <laughs> I think I think going into this season, I think we were all on board with Sora, weren't we? Yeah, I wasn't. Okay. I, really, I, I mean, I, really I honestly it watched it because y'all peer pressured me to watch it. Like, oh, that's friend. That's probably me. That sounds like me. No, no, but to what Brian was saying, though, like the first arc or the first part of Alicization was amazing. I thought yeah. was the story, there was good uh, construction, uh, good pacing. Uh, you really enjoy the characters. You really grew and attached to them. And then, yeah, like Brian says, once they made it to the tower, like all shit just yeah, it was, like the hell. if if you if you make these characters, I understand Kirito is like the main point of view, like throughout mm-hmm. this entire Sora series. But if you're gonna, like right. put in more characters, you have to make us like want to know more about this character or feel like some sort of connection to them. If you don't do that, right. you just throw them in and then kill them and then throw it. It does absolutely nothing. Fucking hate that shit, dude. Right when I typed it, you said it. But yeah, like it actually had a supporting cast with Yujio and then just killed him off. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why he really kill him off. He made him a giant sword first yeah, and then dude. he killed him off. Oh, that, that was oh my bad, God. My bad. So that, that part was, was trippy. The almost fucking part ever. I'm like, this dude's dead. JK, he's a giant sword now. Okay. Like, like Pontifex's thing was just really stupid where it's just like, oh, my grand, like my, uh, my plan was just to make people 
into like some sword monsters. I was like, sure, go get it. You uh, got this. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's pretty much my review of this thing. Yeah. I gave it like overall, I don't know, fucking seven just because I'm a degenerate, but like a couple of my favorite like, characters, I mean, besides Shinon, like for the supporting cast, like it's been uh I also like Yuki, killed her off. And then I I actually like Yujio quite a bit, just like from his character growth, and they killed him off too. So mm-hmm. I'm just at this point I'm just like Fuck this show. It's your false friend. They're killing off everyone you like. Yeah, I have to. I just have to not have any thoughts uh, anymore. Dude, at, anymore. honestly, at this point, my favorite, my favorite characters are the fucking dragons, dude. This is literally the only characters I like. <laughs> the characters, yeah, the, the dragons are pretty sick. Just but, legit uh, the dragons because they do badass shit, and I actually feel for them. It's like, but, all right, cool. but they can only fly for half a day, man. That's that's <laughs> half a day is like twelve hours, bro. That's a long time. Imagine trying rough. to drive twelve hours straight, man. That's pretty that's rough. rough. Yeah. But they have grandmaster accounts, sure, or whatever uh, they're called. I'm just gonna stop. Sure. There. You guys are I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, right. so, we get one season so, break until spring, and then we get the one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's enough for our heart roll. We get to come back here in three more months, so I know everyone's excited for that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. All right, yeah. So that's that's it for short art for now. We're gonna move on to Doctor Stone, finding something more, oh, finding something more, good. more happy, more enjoyable. And so, so we can start this one off. So uh, Dr. Stone, like basically, because this started from the summer too. So when we started the podcast, we were like jumping right in the middle. And so we're kind of have to like, oh, yeah. kind of like backtrack to like actually like when it actually started and stuff to when to how it finished. Try and do our best. Yeah. Right. So, so I guess I can, I can take this one. Okay. So with Dr. Stone, um, you start off with uh, Taiju and uh, Yuzuha, right? Yeah. Uh, so basically, Taiju is talking to Senku, who Senku is an MC. He's also the the scientist slash genius um, character of the whole series, and he's trying to have him up to talk to uh, Yuzuha to confess his love. So right when Taiju was going to confess his love, that's when this uh, epidemic happened, where a giant green wave flashed all over the planet, caused everyone to turn into stone. Um, Fast forward about 3,000 years, uh, everyone's Senku wakes up and they, it was weird because they focused on Taiju, which was the supporting guy. And then uh, it shows up as as him being the only one alive, supposedly. Uh, walks around, finds out that Senku was alive before he was, and they try to revive everyone. And, you know, they come across a couple of people from their old high school or from, from their time period. Um, and we get to the point where they arrest a guy that turns out to be evil, who's also the main antagonist, uh, Sukasa. Um, and then they also were able to revive uh, Taiju's love interest. And after that, they get into a conflict and they have to separate from each other. Uh, and then Senku goes on to find a village of people that's already been res or has been alive for a long time. And that's where the whole, I think that's when the, the actual series starts to pick up for me. Uh, we're getting more scientifical, uh, scientific stuff in. Uh, there's actually a plot now as to what we're trying to do. You know, create a village of science to fight against Tsukasa, who's trying to create uh, his own idea of the world. And um, Taiju and Yuza, I don't know if you felt attached to them after the first six episodes or so, but they kind of just disappear for the rest of the series. And we're going off into a new supporting cast now. We got another guy named Chrome, who's also like Senku, who's a scientist. Uh, we got the the badass chick. Um, I forget her name. Kohaku. Kohaku, Kohaku right? Yeah. And then 
uh, yeah, there's just uh, it's a variety of characters. Everyone's fairly unique and interesting. And uh, it, like I said, it's it's a lot of weird adventures and memes happen throughout the series. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. What would you guys? Um, so I definitely I definitely agree it? that um like I wasn't really attached to like Taiju and Yuzuha just because like because mm-hmm. Taiju was just, like he's just the typical like yelling, screaming like showing oh, character. God, right. And he's like, Who's the best. Like, like he's he's only useful just like yeah, just just as like as like a worker for Senku, honestly. So like yeah. it kind of so it's actually kinda of interesting how um the first part, like it kinda of, like if you didn't see like any of the like if you didn't see like the cover art of Senku, like you you would thought like Taiju would have been the main character. Right. But like but because like there's so much like promotion of just Senku everywhere, you just like he's such a like unique character, like you knew he was gonna be the main character. Mm-hmm. So like so, like, I'm glad that, I, like, that, yeah, it's like Senku eventually does become the main character. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I'm, and I also agree with Ku that, um, like, when they do the, vil- went to the village, like, that's when, like, it, the series starts really picking up because they really start focusing on the science. Like, the first thing they had to do, um, was make the drug, like, the antibiotic, antibiotic. And that's, like, when, like, the show really starts, like, going into the science. Mm-hmm. and so that's like it's just, just it was a lot of fun to watch because you saw like you just saw them like just trying slowly like reach their goals of like getting what they need and so that's that's always been really enjoyable for me and then like and also just like just being much to how like even though this is like the main appeal is the science there's a lot mm-hmm. of emotional like moments that happen during the show that you were just not expecting like yeah. everything that happened with his dad like all yeah. of that was like super emotional mm-hmm. and so yeah, and then without really ruining everything, um, every every hurdle that they had to come across, there was always some kind of humor or a reference to it that made it fairly yeah. enjoyable to laugh at. Um, like I know Strand might not like it, but when I was able to pick up that, oh, they're using the the same theme <laughs> from the uh, pineapple pen. Uh, pineapple, that was was. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't even know about that until you mentioned it, Koo. But because yeah, I, I just because I never actually heard the the original thing. I just I knew the name, right. and then like when you mentioned it, I had to look it up. And okay, this is what yeah, everyone's like, finally talking. This is what everyone's talking about. Like the fact that this guy is constantly putting like memes and like uh, uh social references into the anime it just puts a smile on my face because you can relate to it. It's hilarious, and uh, you know, I think I think it's great. I mean, like sometimes. Refreshing it's hit and miss when like manga authors do that so this guy right he does it well so that's that's a good thing mm-hmm. so yeah so uh I I, without giving away too much though uh i'd say it was it was fairly enjoyable i think everything was kind of uh unique and but simple enough for you to kind of catch on even if you didn't really get the scientific process behind it i mean so i just uh, want to say too like like a lot like a lot of it is exaggerated so though like it's still a lot right. of hard work doing things and doing it. Also, I just want to mention too that uh like like when they try to do like the, the fighting part, that's like where the show falls apart, is becomes more shonen. Like right. fights? Like like when they're fighting, um just like when like the invasion happened and like like when like when um I forgot the guy with the spear's name, but like when he came over of his army and then like I think it was Homura, wasn't it? Homura is that his name? I think that's a girl. That's a, oh, that yeah. was the fire. Yeah, because Homeros usually means something with fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hmm. Okay. It's like it's like it's like I didn't because I, I didn't really enjoy like the tournament arc that much, and then like and then like oh, the there, and then like <laughs> the invasion happened. Like 
usually like the, okay. the, the standard fight like the whenever the show focuses on fighting like it i think it just falls in the shonen traps and i just okay. want more of the, the science okay mm-hmm. i still have to disagree with like the fighting thing because like, it wasn't i don't really consider that or i don't technically consider that like a fighting arc or a fighting part because it was it was basically just a bluff so what like they they were like the, it was never like a, go- a goal to actually fight them it was more of just a bluff mm-hmm. I, um, I mean there, there that's how i thought there was a few fight scenes but they weren't really the main focus or they didn't drag it on long enough yeah. which i was actually okay with yeah um because it was always a nice change of pace, I thought, right? Yeah. It's a minor inconvenience for me, but like, but uh-huh. I just gotta mention it. Like, that's where, like, that's where, yeah. like, that's like the main criticism I have, but like, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in a show on trash as well. And I thought, like, when we got to this show, I thought, like, I, I didn't really think I'd ever like a show um, that was like, that was shonen that didn't really focus on fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one just kind of kept me into it from the beginning. Um, I the beginning was kind of rough for me just because like I didn't care about the two uh, Taiju and uh, uh, what, what's Yuzuha. 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 Yeah, I didn't care about either one of those. And then like Senku definitely carried the show for me early on right. uh, until I got to the village, and then that's when I, I basically I started liking everybody, and I thought it was the best when they they just kind of cut out uh, <laughs> the other two characters. I was like, I, oh, I, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> And it really got me to like the show even more. Like, do I? I just like I like the village so much more than yeah than like any like the yeah. people from the modern time besides like Senku. Yep. Like all the villagers, like I, I like yeah, I, I enjoy them way more. Um, yeah, I felt like it added some actual plot to it, right? Like it was, was constructed plot. We were actually going somewhere, but before it was kind of just up in the air as what you're supposed to be doing and how the story could have gone. Yeah. My so, uh, that was a nice change. My least favorite part of the show had to be. Oh god, there's parts where they had some English singing, <laughs> and it was just it, I, I people who know me, I can't stand uh, like singing in anime or just like singing or dancing. Dude, there's so much of that anime out. though. Leave that out. Yeah, I don't like any of that. But <laughs> I, I don't know if it was just like maybe the song because it, it was in English that bothered me even more, and it just it just sounded so bad. I'm thinking, oh god, please, especially the part where they're just like, oh, like maybe this will like help them like you know like actually want to fight. I was like, nah, that'd make me want to jump off the bridge. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been it would have been GG right there for me. I was like, nah. I said that's probably what made everybody extinct. Jesus. Uh, that's I don't know about that. Far. Uh, all right, all right. I tell you, my my hate, the hate that I have for that stuff is great. So it's it's too intense. I might have a problem. You have to understand. It's been two three thousand years since these people have heard anything close to music. Yeah, the first thing they hear is some nails on a chalkboard. Ugh, I feel bad for me. Wow. <laughs> Listen, the okay. singing was not that well, bad. that bad. All right? It was actually pretty well done. All right, man. Whatever you say. You're just a hater. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm a hater. <laughs> so... Uncultured swine is what we call it. He always is. Yeah, that's just shredding. That's so mean. Says the guy who made fun of the singing. Okay. <laughs> um, I should yeah, mention... I mean, otherwise... Oh, go ahead, Koo. No, otherwise, uh, I mean, did you guys have anything that you guys really hated about the series? I don't think. I told you. No, I just <laughs> other than like the small quirks or small yeah. uh, small pet peeves you had, just, you know. I mean, just like I mean, just like the science is is exaggerated. So like, so maybe like maybe a little bit more realism, but like I still enjoy what we had. So no, I'm not to disagree with that because with my my logic with anime is you can't make it too real, otherwise it kind of turns me off. Like it's anime, have fun with it, try to. 
try to make it like a little fancy, right? Yeah, Spice but like when up. you're dealing with science, like you have to have some realism in it. I feel like I was... not really. It's the thing just, is, it is more entertainment. The nice so. thing is, they didn't take themselves too seriously either. So I yeah. think that's why, like, so. you can let it, let it slide. Right. But if it was one of those shows where it was like to the dot, where it's like, this is what it is, this is how it's done, then mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay. Then, if, like, if the science was like off or like non exaggerated, or if it wasn't shown in, mm-hmm. I could see it then. But then, since but since it is shown in, I think it's a lot. Of, I think it's a lot more just fun. I mean, um, it is fun, but like, yeah, because like the scenes, even with uh, that one, like a uh, like the death cloud lady, I don't remember like where that came from, but they they just had her as like. Oh, the sulfur? Like, yeah, the sulfur. I mean, yeah, like I mean sulfur. That, that's, that's realistic. I mean, not... Yeah. But how they did it? A lady, though? <laughs> I mean, like, like, no, no. I mean, like, yeah, talk, not, like not like the lady, but, like, just, like, the, the effects of, like, you know, poisonous gas, you know? Right, right. That's still part but of the science. Exactly. But that exaggeration, though, is what I like. Well, you know, it's I'm anime. Not, make, that's, make... that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, how, like, the antibiotic they made, like, they were, like, really lucky that they found, like, the exact strain that cures, hmm. like, whatever, like, illness that yuri yuri had because mm-hmm. like the, making about antibiotic is like so much more like uh it's almost like it's a shot on david <laughs> it's not that's not a good excuse so you... it's good enough for me so i, uh, I just but... have to call that out yeah mm-hmm. well somebody should test this offer thing if uh if a lady <laughs> does a, if a lady does have to come out i'm gonna have to do some uh science uh, projects i nominate threaten you can put your head put your head in like the sulfur gas and we'll, we'll, we'll see check results for science yeah I'll, I'll do that when I start hearing that just that song play and I start hearing just like nails going across Jesus every Christ. board around me just, just and, I'm thinking, me like, and then I just look in that sulfur pit I'm thinking and then just my face just approaches it and then she just takes me away oh. okay. I'm just gonna mention here real quick that uh, <laughs> see, another uh, season 2 was announced I think for summer so we have that to look forward to. Summer uh, or spring? Was it actually I, summer? I, I think it's summer. I don't think it's spring. Well, actually, I don't even know they okay. announced. Talk amongst yourselves. I don't even know. Actually, I don't even know they announced like a date, but I don't think it's spring. But they did announce season two. So, mm-hmm. so and that's gonna be like the just basically because it, it ended off with the like them preparing against the war against Sukasa and his his army, and now mm-hmm. like season two would just basically be the war. So that's gonna be really exciting. Yeah, they don't have a date yet. Yeah, so. But it is 2020. That's all we got. So, would you be disappointed if it was focused more on the fighting aspect then? Because it is a war. Yes. No, because, like, because oh, um... this is the whole point. So, like, I I wish, I I mean, they made the cell phone to, like, as part of their strategy, but I wish mm-hmm. there was still, Senku would, like, show off, like, more of the stuff he made. Like, they I, will. like I guess he just has to make, I guess the only thing now is just making guns. That's, like, the biggest thing. That Sukasa is afraid of. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna make guns and watch. They're gonna fight during the rain. It's gonna be pointless. <laughs> yeah, I can already see, see that happen. We shall see. So yeah. So yeah. Overall, like really enjoyable show, and we we all everyone here just gave it high praise. So yeah. as a final thing, what did you guys? Those who have an anime list or who would have an anime list, what would you guys score it? I'd probably, uh, I'd probably give it nine. What did you score it? Nine. I would give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, Ryan, what'd you rate it? Oh, I just put in my two cents because I just gas pretty much hit everything. Um, <laughs> I gave it a ten simply Ooh. because it was the first for me at least, a first of its kind. I was like a, a show because I saw the name of the show, Doctor Stone. I read the synopsis, 
I instantly knew I had great things for the show. Like <laughs> I, I had such high bars for the show. It's actually insane because mm-hmm. I just thought the concept was like, oh, it's a science show. That's pretty dope. I don't know shit about science, but it just sounds pretty fucking dope. So <laughs> I had super high praise for the show. It was the first of like it's sciencey type of like just show and anime that I've ever watched. I was like, this is pretty dope. Like David said, every like stuff is over exaggerated. I mean. It kind of is, but I just like, uh, I know one example was like the shining light when they made like a light bulb. There's no way it was that bright. I can understand that part, but it's like you got to over exaggerate some stuff just to have like more emotion attached to like an anime, you know? Mm -hmm. That one I I do, like, I don't fault them because that was really emotional. That was was a a really emotional scene to have. Not just for the village people, but you know, for Senku as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, most of the stuff is pretty good. It started off slow. Like, everyone says, like, the other, the guy and the chick is, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they, they went off and did their own thing. The village was the best part. Granted, it was majority of the show. Like, mm. like fucking 80% of the show was in the <laughs> village. So, overall, like, I had such high, high like, standards for the show already. So, and it, it delivered. I enjoyed it. Mm. All right. Yeah, I thought animation was, was as good as it needed to be too for the show. It was awesome. <laughs> yep. So that's gonna be it for Doctor Stone, and then we're gonna move right on ahead to Fire Force. Um, Brian, do you want to start off with Fire Force? Like what? Uh basically, like kind of like what? Just the overall uh, overview of like what what Fire Force is, and for the, so... the, the for the entire season, and then like like you know, in your thoughts. Overall, it's about this kid. What's his name? Shinra. Shinra. Uh, so he has a goal of becoming like a firefighter because he wants to save or was it save save people or his brother or something? I'm kind of lost in like the beginning because I don't remember that shit that so mm-hmm. long ago. But um, a cataclysm happened and like the world is like a sort of in a post-apocalyptic Japan state, but like sort of I want to say cyberpunk, but like sorry. I want to say steampunk. I want to say steampunk. Yeah, 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 I want. Yeah. I would say it's more steampunk than post-apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cyberpunk. The game's not out yet, Dave. Or, uh, Brian. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking of Keanu Reeves now, dude. But uh, <laughs> yeah. every, like sure. most people have fire powers of some sort, like first stage, second stage, or third stage, like pyrotechnic or whatever it's called, dude. I'm terrible with these terms. <laughs> it's all right, Brian. But uh. Yeah, overall, like the main character, he, is, you pretty much go through his growth of trying to find or figure out what happened, like when he was younger, because his mother and his brother died in a fire at his house, and it's by like this infernal that we later to come out to find like those no spoilers, no, no spoilers, wait, no, mean, spoilers? You, no, you can, no, no, you can spoil. We we've like been talking about the, this up this. We talk about every episode, so like we spoiled I, so many already. No, so I, no, no, no spoilers. No, I, I thought reviews were supposed to have spoilers. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, ignore Koo. Just say whatever you need, Brian. Yeah. So later on, we find out that Inferno's his mom and shit. So it, it was it's this whole journey of trying to find out like what happened to his family and stuff. And overall, for me, I I think I gave it an eight. It was it's pretty good. The some parts of it was like kind of over the top, like. Fan service shit, like, like this Creep. one chick, she has like a lucky charm type of thing. Or is it unlucky? And somehow, 
it's unlucky for her and like she ends up winning like these life or death fights just because all of her clothes get stripped off and it's like whoa it's like all right dude let's calm it down all right she ends up fighting the one person that can't handle women so i'm gonna mention too um that so in the world like uh the infernals basically like people like people in this world they like they can like randomly just like just turn into like like this fire demon and the only way to get rid of them is just to kill them basically so basically like it's kind of like zombies but like they turn like 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 fire demons and i kind of wish like the show focused more on that aspect because it kind of did that in the beginning like there's one one of the episodes where like where like when one of Shinra's early like like missions when like they go to a, a house where like this dad turns into an infernal and like and like he's just he he's still like like semi conscious so he's like doing everything he can just to stay still just so he doesn't hurt anyone else and then like and then like you know you basically have to have um the nun you basically have to have her there to do her prayer and then just like just given the mercy kill and then like and then after that after all that they have to go outside and t- tell the daughter that like we we, we, killed, we killed your dad and hopefully hopefully he rests in peace and and then she has basically has to live the rest of her life without her dad so i think the show my like i, I kind of wish like, they focused more on that aspect because it started leaning more into like, the the more shonen like like action fighting which i i still enjoyed but I was really into like the infernals and like the more of the this world of fire that they they brought in, but like, but besides that though, like um, whenever they did do the fight scenes, they were like they were really like really cool and really nicely animated, like like animation was top notch. Fire animation in this series was super was super good. Yeah, to be honest with you though, uh, the the beginning was kind of weak for me. I was actually about to drop it, but then the fight scenes is what brought me back in. To be honest, um, the first time Shiron actually came in and did his duties as the hero, um, that's that's what brought me in. And in all honesty, it's not that I don't want to know about the lore, but I didn't really see it to be unique enough for me to kind of keep interest in it. I just Run wanted to see fighting fire with fire. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, because to me that sounds kind of dumb. <laughs> right. nah, I, I enjoyed it, but no, no, I still enjoy like when they when the show transitioned more to action, it was still enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. But then it's it's one of those things where I I guess it's just for me. I didn't really see the the interest in it or like the like the the unique the uniqueness of it to me. It felt like just a stereotypical um, action plot, right? Like I'm trying to be a hero. Uh, I'm trying to save my brother or my family or whatever, um, and I have superpowers. Um, See, yeah, I I agree with that part, but like that's why I want them to focus more on like the infernals, like because that they're because then that's the more emotional like appeal where, like you really, like just really, <clears throat> getting to like these people who are affected by, like their loved ones being turned to infernals, mm-hmm. like, like I want I want more of that like that emotion of like like where people like really feel helpless because like they or or like focus on someone who's like people who have anxiety because like they they know they can turn into infernals at any time mm-hmm. so i think um oh shoot what was i gonna say uh with the uh, with the i, I think se- uh, the second season is gonna focus more on the infernals though just because like at the end of the season um you you see more like the infernals are actually like they they, they still have awareness they don't completely become like a monster let's say Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think, so I think this, that, that's why I feel like the, the second season will focus more on that, 
Um, mm. But this season, because of like, because for this season, they were showing like, you know, brief moments of like, oh, wait, he has awareness. He's talking and all these other things where it made it sound like from like from them, it, this, it was a it was not a common thing. Right. Yeah. Because so, yeah, for, for some reason, like they like, I guess there's like not much research on Infernals because um, there was that one time too where uh, Hibana, she really wanted, there's like, I think a guy who turned himself into Inferno and like, like Hibana, she really wanted to capture him and know more about him because mm-hmm. there's like no, there's not much research yet on just Infernals and he was a unique specimen. So, I mean, to be honest too, it was kind of if like to me in the beginning, it felt like they didn't know what they wanted to do themselves. Did they want it to divide, uh, like dive more into the lore about what's going on, how to solve it, or did they want to become like an action anime? Um, I felt like they didn't know which direction they're going in until later on, uh, towards the end, like the second half of the season, it felt a lot more uh, well written compared to the first half, like a lot more focus, right? I agree. So hopefully with season two, they started out right and they keep on track with what they want to bring across uh, throughout the anime. And uh, if they can, you know, please just just stop with the fan service. We, we don't need <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's yeah, what everyone wants. I just yeah. want to mention you the supporting cast was really good. This series, like I really enjoy yeah. everyone in the fire station. Um, to be honest with you, I did not like uh the the cast until towards the end of the, the the season because they didn't really showcase them or uh make them stand out as much until towards the end which i think was kind of uh a mistake on my part uh, on on their part to wait until the last minute to make you like be more attached or enjoy the characters more like uh for instance arthur uh shinro's rival <laughs> you didn't really like the guy until towards the end of the the, the season, right? Yeah. You just yeah, thought he was I like guess. a dumbass. He was just like a random dude that should should die right away, hopefully. Um, but yeah, towards the end, you grow more attached to this guy. You realize he's he's stupid, but he's a likable guy. He just you know needs the extra push. He's really uh, strong in his own way. I mean, yeah. Right. Give a shout out to Stratton's favorite character, Benny Maru. Dude, Benny Maru is he was so awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like just like a. I guess like when you when you're throwing like mops, I keep forgetting what they're called. Like it's it's okay. definitely like you know I hate you're, when you, you say the words mops, Ren. Like like I don't know what they're called. They're they they legit <laughs> look like mops. It's like I can't get that out of my head now. But they're not fucking mops. Okay, fine. Um, but I was gonna say something earlier though. Uh, I do think though that this was still mainly like a, like a fight based anime, um, because like. I, I swear, like almost every episode had some sort of like a uh, some sort of like combat that was going on. Yeah, it's like almost like they were like uh, just showing off their <laughs> the fire animation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, but I definitely got a more. Uh, I I got more this show more of like a as a like a fighting show than anything else. Right, more of an action yep. series. Definitely, mm-hmm. man. I was like the I was like the only one to look interested like basically from the beginning. Like, seems like not. It seems like everyone on the internet. Oh, I was too. No, no. Like it seems like a lot of people on the internet in general like they. Like weren't really feeling it in the beginning. Yeah. People were complaining about the pacing. Well, they said that the pacing was really, right. like, off. Right. So. That's why. That's why I was going to drop it actually early on. But like, were, were people well, saying the pacing was too fast or too slow? Just, uh, just awkward. Like awkwardly yeah, paced. Okay. And I don't know yeah, if, they, uh, if they mean like like the story because I know mm-hmm. um like I think some people like say like like the editing was like awkwardly cut, but I think that's because um mm-hmm. there's just a lot of uh, a lot of like like uh shaft. Uh, ex ex staff who used to work on the Monogatari series, and that's what they 
are mainly known for. So they brought mm. a lot of their influence over. So I can see kind of like if you're not used to that style, like it 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 is kind of like awkwardly paced, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm used. I I watched all the Mono Katari series, so I'm used to it. But I can see how it threw people off. But yeah, so like I, I don't know if it's the same thing you're talking about. I've never watched a series you literally just said, but uh, <laughs> like in, in the beginning, like I got this vibe of like how it was sort of paced per episode like they'd go through like some stuff and like just a f- like just a scene of like five to ten seconds or just a sky or something that, that's like two words being said i'm like yeah that's that's the style that's that's <laughs> yeah, the sh- that's the shaft style so yeah for me not knowing what the fuck that was i was like this is kind of awkward There's, and it just right. made like the episodes go by super fast i was like whoa mm-hmm. this episode's already over yeah, it was it's... like half of it was just nothing that's like they do a lot of like quick like quick cutaways and so like yeah i can see yeah, how so, it, it throws people off if you're not used to yeah. it in the beginning i was like kind of but, caught off but like they like, they, they dial that down once it gets to the action like once it's action yeah. like it, it's like they don't they, they don't do any of that so yeah in the beginning it was kind of awkward i was like okay but after a few episodes i got used to it i was like all right yeah honestly really none of that bothered me except just like the where i just assumed it was the pointless fan service like i mean sure you can show like what her like unlucky thing is like maybe like once we get the idea you don't have to like constantly just kind of just randomly throw it in especially like the the situations that he ends up or other characters end up getting into mm-hmm. um i just thought like oh god we, we get it i mean I, I get like her 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 i keep calling it quirk but what her unlucky thing um the only time i guess it played a part was when she had to face that one dude and that she ends up facing that i guess just can't handle her in a sense Mm-hmm. See, like, um, I never understood, like, like, yeah, just, just the need for the the con. Like, I just always wonder: is it like, is it a pressure from like the editors because they think their readers want it more, or is it the actual authors like they actually want to put it there because they think that that's funny? It's like, um, I know it's a creator of Soul Eater, and I didn't I didn't watch Soul Eater, but from people that did watch it, they said like it was the same thing where it's so, had a lot of just so pointless. You would say it's more the author that I keeps putting it's the it author. In, yeah. In, okay. Yep. He's the guy. He's the he's the mastermind behind that. God, like that's just yeah. That's that's annoying. But like, hopefully, maybe like that that means that he can just change it. It's because then it's basically up to him. Because if it was like these editors or the readers that kept push like keep pushing for that, that'd be annoying. Because then you feel like the author has no has no choice. But basically, then it's 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 his fault. And hopefully, he changes it. Then that's all we can hope for. Yeah. True. All right, at the end, what'd you guys uh, rate this show? I give it um, an eight. I think I probably give it an eight. Yeah. Cool. Eight or seven. To be honest, I would I would give it a seven just because of the the pace in the beginning. Like That's I said, it. I was I was literally about to drop this the show, yeah. uh, and I gave it a lot more than I normally would on any other anime show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, after that, it, it did redeem itself for me. Yep. I gave it an eight, an eight as well. All right, so that's going to be it for Fire Force. Then we're going to move over to Shokugeki no Soma, or Food Wars, the fourth plate. AKA fourth season. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this Ugh. so this is like, this this season like basically picked off at a weird time because like we're, because from season three, we ended off in the middle of like the, like, what was it? Not, <laughs> that's that's the arc. That's the arc, yeah, basically, because they yeah. were still, like the rebels were still fighting in Central. And so, like, 
and then there's also and i just just remember the first episode like like, like we were all like where the hell are all these characters like we don't remember any of them well besides Koo, yeah i was cool remember them but like like me strand and brian we all struggled to like, remember any of these people like or what happened in season three yeah i couldn't remember where i left off like it was just yeah. it was just a weird place to cut off because like i think i think it was like i think they were on the way to hokkaido and that was like the last thing that happened in season three yeah, the show could have really benefited with the recap episode. I, like, I normally am not a fan of those, but this show, yeah, where they left off, it's they just, needed it. But like, this is what they always do too. Like, because I think they did that for the autumn yeah, uh, festival. Did, like, yeah, they, they cut they it. Like, it was like they cut it like during the third place round, and then like then like season the next season started off of like like the semis and then the finals, which is a really uh-huh. weird place to to cut off. And they just did the same thing here. So, yep. yeah, it was really weird, and I really had high hopes for this season. But um, I feel like it kind of like. Would you say flat? Would you say like it started off like either strong or optimistic for you guys? Like, strong. It did. It did yeah, for me. Yeah. Uh, and with the whole recap thing, I've I've never really like recap episodes, especially if it's a well-known series. Uh, maybe if it was like the second season and uh, it's not that popular, I can kind of get it. But with this being as mainstream as it is, and being in the fourth season, I don't think a recap was necessary. And I think the the really? of it was done really well. But again, like once you got midway through, it just felt flat. Dude, like, I mean, just because uh, we were we were all so mad, like when um like, like like the like, like Irina's dad basically like like shoved himself Took into over. like the the, the, yeah. the the judge showcase and like, and then just mm-hmm. like at the end, like when they like. When they basically they had to hurry it up and like instead of doing it in like the, the individual showcase, it's basically the two v two, with like with uh with like Irina and Soma versus like Rindo and Kasa. Mm-hmm. That was just, cool. I don't know. It's okay. but you felt it was so rushed. Like it just it was. It just yeah. ruined the pacing. Like if, if if this were if this would have been where the show ended, if this was the last arc, uh, I would have thought that was a dumb way to end it because uh. Whatever ends up happening, you definitely want to see Soma in the finals of whatever because he's he is the main protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they are throwing Arena kind of like, I, even though I think this was just her arc, I, I think she's going to play maybe less of a part later on. Mm-hmm. Even though towards the end, where you get to see like where all the new seatings are for like or where people are for the the seats, um, I don't really know where the protagonist can go from here. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> besides just defending, I don't know. Man, what was I say? Um, sorry. I was gonna say too that uh like. Like, I mean, like, the, the show, like, like, I mean, I, I, the main appeal of the show was, the original appeal of the show was that, just the cooking, and it's just this arc, just like, just, I felt like it just really pushed that aside. Like, I mean, like, yeah, we we're in the Shokugeki, but, like, it didn't really feel like it was really showcasing the food as more of, like, the drama, mm-hmm. and I really didn't like that. It, I mean, it started well with, like, where it was actually about the food, and it was about, like, uh, like the 1v1s. But then, right, like right when you saw that he was coming in to take the seat, I'm thinking, well, this shit's gonna go down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, because yeah, it, it, it just started threw, like like just threw like every like like conflict of interest in there, like yeah. So yeah, it went it went from unpredictable to predictable, uh, completely <laughs> like scripted out. You can tell exactly what's going on, and then uh, they they could have made it more obvious. Um, and even when I felt like it was starting to pick back up with. Uh, like Aldini kind of showcasing his like how how cool or how badass he was and then how Megumi his actually fuck, is his fucking cheese pizza. 
right like, dude but, but it killed everybody's off. predictions yeah everyone's, it was it was nice right but it was it was a nice touch to it even though you may not like the pizza in a culinary <laughs> tournament hey, I love uh, pizza. it was, it was a nice it. twist you know and then like i said with megumi it showcased that even though she is she was considered like the weakest out of the group it showed that she can like go toe-to-toe with like the elite 10 as well and then um yeah, with, with everything that was going on, everyone was unique. There was a nice... Everyone had, like, their own quirk to them. And it the whole being unpredictable was was exciting. And then, yeah, once uh, Irina's dad came in, and you just knew what was going to happen. Like, it was kind of pointless to watch. Or even, sense, and then so. even before Irina's dad, they had, like, the two judges, like, replace, like, the other two guys, so... Yeah, out of the blue. Like, yeah. it, was, it was still stupid. Like... like like that was already like that was already dumb enough, and then then they had to do the the, the dad coming in, and it's like you are like yep. you already rigged this shit so much. Like how much like you need to actually like guarantee it's like officially rigged. Like yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the uh, with Shokugeki, I always thought like uh, I mean it's it's been going on long enough now that I would hope that the supporting cast would be solid, and they are. I mean, it's just, like well, a lot of their this, like personal stories were really good. I mean this, this I mean this season like again the sense is picking off like so many people got eliminated. So mm-hmm. it's like we couldn't really focus on any of them. So it's just like they just yeah. focus on this, the survivors. Well, yeah, this so. one was. I guess there, there was a lot more of the focus on uh, the the top ten. Um, it wasn't just like the 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 rebels, but it was also the top ten as well. And you kind of got to mm-hmm. know their story, mm-hmm. and and then you fi- you find out that a lot of them are actually connected with the rebels as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, I wasn't really expecting. Um, but like, uh, I guess like. But there wasn't really a need to focus on any of the rebels because, like, just from uh, like prior, we've already not kind of like they've already gone over their story. Uh, we've seen like their like, the backstories, like their types of food and everything else. So I mean, I, we didn't need yeah. that. It really should have been about Irina because it yeah. was her art. There was a lot of like stuff about her though, but Even, like, like the previous season. But I mean, it was still like more about the top ten. Yeah, like they focused more yeah. on them because oh, yeah. because they, yeah. I guess they didn't get enough character from, but still like it. I don't know. It's JC's yeah. <laughs> it's not JC Staff's the author, friend. Yeah, they do work well, with what the author they, gave them. Yeah. Well, JC Staff never works with what the author gave you. Like, I, never mind. I'm not gonna go off topic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was about to talk about another There's topic. place some time yeah. for this friend, not now. Yeah. Yeah, but I know like I like I know JC Staff has definitely cut out a lot of stuff. Mm. Um I I'm trying to remember like like it definitely okay, like, you know, it's, it's many light novels that do that, but not not really mangas. Like these, uh, these last few seasons have definitely felt a lot more rushed. Like they don't focus on like how they make the food as much, um, or they kind of like make it in like their way, like uh, like after the food is made, and then they kind of talk about it. When before you'd have like it would kind of like walk you through it, and then also give it like more of explanation of all this other stuff as well. It felt like it was going slower, but now it just feels like everything was just shoved in just to try to get like these rounds done, like in an episode. See that I and just, move on for that. I just I blame the author. I think it was. I'm pretty sure it's the manga that rushed it, not. Like, do you get the same? Not, I think it's the author. I think I want to say, like, I mean, I didn't read the manga, so I don't know for sure, but it it felt like it was the author that was rushing it. Well, with with all the comments I heard about them being disappointed and how the show turned out, I don't think it was the author. I think it was just the. Uh, I heard. The, oh, for, I just know, I heard comments like the like the manga was disappointing. Like after like like this arc ended like poorly and then like yeah, just disappointing ending in general. So. Well, I mean, I was just disappointed in the ending when his dad, when her dad came in. I thought this was gonna be stupid. So, <laughs> so. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I saw more people, but like, were just saying like the the manga itself like had issues. That's why I, I, yeah. I, 
lean towards that. But but either either way, like it's just just this last season, just like it's just really it's just it's just sad because it leaves a bad taste for like what should have been a, a really great series. Like well, just... actually, um, like the last episode, like the last episode, you know, like after the arc, uh, I I thought they were they wrapped up like the uh season or semester really well. Mm-hmm. Um, where they kind of gave like a little bit of like a backstory, kind of like where everybody is, like their position, where they're at, and then the only thing I thought they kind of like, was like stumbled on was just showing the new what I assume is going to be the uh, antagonist. See, that, probably. That's, see, like okay, yes, it was a nice ending, but it also makes you really worried that we have one more like season to go. I have no faith in that season at all. Like whatever, like because because like it just felt like we just like yeah we like had huge like like accomplishments for everyone and like we had like a nice ending and it's just like i don't know it's just like yeah. it's i just feel like the next season is just gonna ruin like the nice ending we had and just make it, make it like like more dramatic than it needs to be yeah it's uh, I, it's gonna be tough like, like I'm really, I... yeah i'm just like i'm worried and like i don't really have much expectations after just the way like they nicely ended like this season like it's not gonna i don't see it going well next season yeah if the protagonist is already like where he said he was gonna be um, I don't know where you go from here. Um, so, but, but I guess we'll see. Brian, you got anything? Brian? Hello? Nope. Okay. Probably not. All right. So. <laughs> um, what did, uh, did we say what you guys gave the show? No. Oh, Brian, you're back? Yeah. So, okay. I was muted. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just, I don't know, man. Like, a small, like, maybe, like, two, three-minute recap would have been nice in the beginning. I'm throwing this way back, by the way. That's fine. Like, like a beginning of the episode, two, three-minute recap would have been super nice, like, what they've been up to. Because, granted, from the previous season to this season, it was over a year, like, our time for us yeah. to get this season. So, it's like, yeah. most people don't have the attention span or to keep <laughs> up with this for over a year. Says you... It's true, <laughs> and also it's like it. I was trying. I was trying to look back at like all the other seasons of like the split between episode one and mm-hmm. the last, the first episode and the last episode of like the connecting seasons, and it's like for the most part, all the other seasons did a really good job of ending at a certain point and then continuing off at a certain point. This season, I look back. It's like last year they legit ended one of the rounds of like the one v one like tournament bracket type style of shoki that they had yep instantly to a whole year later just straight up continuing i'm like bro i have i'm so lost i don't know what this bracket is who won who's lost i was like it was just super confusing to me and that's like the shittiest just, part just imagine trying to watch football and they like right now like after like the first playoffs seeds are done you take a year break and you can even the bracket <laughs> it's like it's like a year break to continue the playoffs it's like all right no one gives a shit anymore <laughs> But it it's just that part is just the part that bugs me the most, mm-hmm. and it's like I just did not like Arena's dad. That dude's a fucking degenerate. Yeah. That dude's I actually hate that guy. Pretty he's bad antagonist. Crazy. Wasn't as bad as Sorter, but he he was getting there. And also to put in like I also want to say like I was super excited like the very first season of Shokugeki. I was super excited because the character seemed pretty badass, like red-haired kid, just master chef since like he was like twelve years old. It's almost become badass. like the top of the top. His dad's a, just god too. It's like this <laughs> super potential for the show. So in the beginning, it was really easy for me to get hooked in and just continue watching the show. 
Because yeah. this dude just keeps getting challenged and stuff. So. Dude, I still remember the first season when he challenged the, a teacher to a shokugeki. That was fucking yeah, epic. That was badass. Yeah. It was like, all right, I'm going to yeah. skip all the students. I'm going to say I'm at the top. Literally transfer. Imagine a transfer student walking into like a super competitive school and be like, <laughs> y'all suck. I'm going for the top. All right. Like yeah. that. I, that's the part I love the most. But now it's just like, whatever. Yeah, after the second season or after the autumn elections tournament, it kind of went downhill from there. I yeah. felt like it so wasn't very as much, yeah, exciting as I thought yeah. it should be. Well, I mean, just like the whole reason, like like the like this uh, this arc has been going on, just because just, he's just like, I don't want chefs to overwork, so just follow instructions. Right. I just thought like that's just like I wish it was like like because then like it just became like yeah, just like battle for survival. When it's like I wish it was stuck with the competition. Like you know, like it would have been cool to have something like. I mean, just keep battling the top 10 or like maybe they interest another school and they get to battle their top 10. That would have been cool too. Yeah. yeah. Like that would have been exciting. Actually, that would have been really cool. Yeah. If, if they're already if considered they the up, best school though, so. Yeah. If, if they set up the show to be like competitive, like, like competitive, but then, but then it's, it's just like, but. it's just you're battling against like just dumb rules and like a shitty situation. Turn mark. God. <laughs> I mean, when you have the Elite 10 set up, I mean, they had so much to work off of. They didn't have to go in this direction, yeah. I felt. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. At a, at a certain point, it's like, you're throwing in, like, superpowers, too. It's like, all right, dude. Yeah. Like, at that Stop point, that. it's like, yeah, let's just, all right, let's just continue with this show. Yeah. You don't even need to have the blood. You just have to marry into the family. And, yeah, and marry into the family. You get the ability. You just subconsciously get the shit, dude. It's yeah. like, all right, dude. Oh, God. Are you, saying anyway. that, are you saying that's not scientific? And I don't care about the science. All right. <laughs> like, listen, like, I understand food gasms, but scientifically, your clothes ain't going to get blown off. Like, in your mind, maybe. But, like, but at this point, it's just like, you, you, like, this chick has a god tongue. This other chick has the ability to, like, tell what's cute and what's upcoming on, like, just toy markets and stuff. It's like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah, food gasms are way more believable. I've eaten some good stuff and my pants have moved. <laughs> I've wow. eaten some good stuff and I've like physically moved, but not my <laughs> like down there, but like yeah. It's okay, like, Brian. Food like eating move. food and like having like a physical reaction to how good a food is, like food is is super relatable. But like mm-hmm. when you throw in like other shit, uh, I'm done. I don't want to okay. talk. It's, it's a it's a food show. I gave it a seven. Anime. I gave, I probably I gave seven. it an eight. Yeah. yeah, seven as well for me. I gave it the highest of you guys, an eight. Yeah, that's just, just how like bad the, my scoring is. You like the fan service, that's why. I mean, no, I mean, I like as it as long too. as it makes sense. <laughs> but you got to do it tastefully, you know. Like you can't just have <laughs> tastefully. You, you can't. You can't have a girl just come up to you butt naked and have that be like, ah, right, bro. Yeah, gotta, I don't know what you you do. whatever girl came up to me butt ass naked. I'd be like, yo, we in here, boy. <laughs> no, 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 that shit. See, that's that's just too easy. You want something with a little challenge, right? You need something to like 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 stir up my imagination. Wow, you know? cool is just honestly, too good for us. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, if anybody approached me, if anybody approached me naked on the streets, I would probably run away. That uh, would really be scary. I mean, if it's death. a guy, yeah. If it's a chick, I'm like, no, I'd be yeah. asking questions. Like, is there a reason for this? Uh, I would not even ask questions. I mean, <laughs> that's a first, is this is this naked lady walking the street to track? You know, cops are on the corner. Right. But again, to bring it back to the point, I meant there has to be done <laughs> right? There has to be like a good reasoning or done in a way that like intrigues me. If well, you just think- if you just throw it out there with no context, or whatever, it's kind of almost like 
Like, what's the point? So, did you like Shokugeki's fan service? I did in the beginning, but not towards the end of this. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like when when the when the two new uh, two new judges came in. Oh, and that was yeah, that was just all the, 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 the yeah. they were legit juries. <laughs> like, like that was so yeah. random. Yeah, up to that point, I was behind it. And then when that happened, and I was just like, right, on, you could do better than that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, that's it for Shokugeki. Again, we have until we go back to it in three more months. Hopefully, can't <laughs> wait. Yeah. So, so that's it for our recaps for, and then um, we still got to talk about Fate Grand Order for me and Stren because finally stopped deciding to do air recap or yeah, their recap. Oh episode. yes, that's right. So, mm. we're gonna take a little okay. take a little bit to talk about Fate Grand Order. So, so basically, because like, this ended like basically episode eleven, it ended with uh, Gilgamesh getting was like he was basically trapped in the underworld area. Yeah, he woke up and he was in the underworld. And so this episode was just basically them going down to to find Gilgamesh. And then yep. I guess like giving more of the backstory of like Ishtar and that other god. Because so, so, so apparently Ishtar wasn't part of the three goddess alliance. It was the other one. The... Ereshkigal. Ereshkigal. <laughs> See like again like like I have no context for these like Sumerian myths. So I have no idea who like any of these are. Same. Even right. though, even though we have Gorgon, which is a Greek myth, which shouldn't be here because, because, because like that's way after this. But like they don't, see, they still don't understand how they still never explain how all these different gods from all these different time periods show up. Yeah, this is fate, man. And, <laughs> fate makes its own rules. <laughs> and I, oh my god. So yeah, there's in the underworld. I still like okay, like so they were saying how um like Ishtar was the god that like got everything she desired or everything she wanted, and then the other god goddess like she was the one that didn't desire anything so like what was the point of, like the gates like i kind of like didn't really understand like what we had like the seven gates to go through and like he had to ask like ask the questions i like, i think that was just it had to been like a mobile just like fun mobile thing game. i feel but actually thing with that, just stupid too like two answers that you could or two uh, answers you could do that just whichever way you do it's going to be the same thing like just when you bring up about gates and like questions like you make it, it it sounds serious you know but then he just made this super comedic like he like he said the, the yep. answer wrong the first time he just said the the second answer and he's opens yep, right away right so right it's there. like so that's like that's like what's the point of these gates if you basically just said the second thing that's like yeah. the right thing the second time like yeah and then i kind of feel like um like these gates like i feel like i've seen them a lot in like in jrpgs so i wonder if it's like a japanese thing like like answering questions at gates I have no clue. But like, just like it just felt so dumb. Like, like it, it. There's like no, no, no stakes, no consequences for saying the wrong answer. So like, it, all it did is just make Ishtar smaller. Ishtar got smaller and smaller. Because but... like, because because oh, apparently she like she came to the underworld once already and like she got punished for it. So yeah. like, I get that having that as backstory, but just the, the gates is just really dumb. And then. And then, yeah, when, I saw, really and then when I saw Gilgamesh just show up out of nowhere and he was like like laughing, I was like, oh my god, this is like this is the mobile game part right here where he joined your party. Yep. Like yep. before that, I was so confused when they were first saying that Gilgamesh was in an internal sleep or he was in an eternal sleep. Uh and then they ended up talking about how he was actually dead. And then you just see him like later on that he's actually alive. Well, no, I think that's that was a soul that we saw in the, in the underworld because they said his body was still. They still had his body. They were about to bury his body. Okay. So like, I think his like his physical body is like it's just like yeah he's it's like it looks like he's dead, and then what we saw 
is what it was like his soul like in the underworld gotcha so yeah and then uh yeah besides that then um there was just a bunch of talking between them and then they ended up uh at the at the end of it where they're facing i would assume next episode is going to be they're facing off against Ereshkigal. <laughs> <laughs> and again Ereshkigal. i expect oh. gilgamesh to carry because mash hasn't done a single useful thing this whole entire season even though uh, i would you know again it's the seventh singularity like why are you so yeah. useless after seven singularities that's right with uh with the this next episode with cloverworks i would assume that the it's made a nice animation uh, a nice animated fight because i think it was like what it was like episode i think nine or ten was one of the epic fight with like with leonidas and um ushi waka i think ushi. it was like eight, yeah eight or nine see that was a that was like a really epic like episode an epic fight for like the series and it's really weird how they just like like just cut off like episode 11 you know it was a holiday so i can understand taking a break but you're saving the budget <laughs> saving for saving the budget for I, the fights that matter i guess like i mean i, I, ex I, uh, I expect to be all google mesh next episode yeah there's nobody else that can do anything so is he mash wait like is he got like because because okay, like, because this is his time period, so is he technically a lot alive at this point, or like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's alive. Even though, you know, like, because he's he's from like he's from like a myth or like a legend. So, but he's like, in they're saying like in this in this world, whatever. He's like he's a real person. Yeah, Merlin so, was saying something about how he was summoned. I have no idea. I think I think That's... I think he was summoned by Gilgamesh, but I don't I don't understand how because I thought like I guess like he became like Merlin a mage or something, but I don't know. I thought Merlin was talking about uh, Gilgamesh and how he was summoned there, but I can very well be wrong. It's just like I just don't get it. Like I understand like some some of them like like some of them are like some of like the servants. You know they're real people, so I understand how yeah. you go to their mm -hmm. time period. But like Gilgamesh was based off a legend, so yeah. Like I don't understand how they're supposed to say like this is like actual history or whatever. I don't know. It's a person confusing. Mean, and then um. Also say like, is he ever gonna use his noble phantasm? Like, can you use that when you're not a servant? Because he's he's not a servant, is he? He's just like, uh, Gilgamesh. Yeah. And no, right now, uh, right now, he's he's not a servant. He's just a uh, living person. So he should just have his noble phantasm already. I mean, I was like yeah. at the beginning, well, I, I thought, was trying to like. I thought I thought you only get your noble phantasm when you become a servant. Um, I, well. I thought the whole point of like your noble phantasm was like your like your like your go to move like in life for them. Um, I thought they all had uh, that ability when they were alive. I don't um, know. I, I, I didn't pay attention to fate like the the fate like magic system, so I have no idea. Like I, I barely have any idea how a lot of this, like the de how the details work. Yeah, like like I don't know. I quit. I used to like pause and try to like think about these things and look up stuff. It's fate, so I just let it go. Well, it's. It's, it's, also, so it's also fake grand order, so it's like even more confusing. It's like <laughs> it's hard enough doing like the canon timeline, and now like when you have these alternate yeah. like timelines. Yep. <sighs> yep. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, how are you feeling on the series so far? This is like our first episode after the, the break. It's like I'm here for the fights. <laughs> the, like fake grand order story, whatever. But I, I just, just want to see some animated fights, which sounds just, terrible. But it just I want feels that. like there's been a lot of filler, like or like or like the plot the just been, like non-assistance. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is the typical. This is the mobile games you're missing out on so much. And again, like people, again, like there's people like 
like on Reddit and elsewhere, like saying how like the like the mobile games, like the early singularities, like yeah, like their writing is whatever, but the later singularities, like some of the some of the writing like rivals that of like yeah, like the, like visual novels, whatever. And we're on the seventh one, so so I expect like to be really good writing, but yeah, it's just a lot know, of filler. Man. There's just a lot of filler. Yeah, Reddit has been wrong many times, so I have like, no fuck clue. Reddit, man. Yeah, uh, Brian, yeah I just want to put in two cents. Didn't watch your so because I didn't want to bother with it at all because. Y'all said it was part of the bowl game, and I was instantly off the ship. I was like, "That's that's a load of shit." Honestly, it's, Brian, it's just not just watch like just look up look up online, just watch the fights. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd honestly just yeah. watch the fights because fate okay. fights are like one of the best fights ever. Yeah, in anime, like this shit is so fucking good, and it's like, yeah. And earlier, you guys were talking about like it's fate logic or whatever, because you know you do like the times and shit yeah mm. yeah i gave up on that shit when i found that saber was actually king arthur <laughs> that like shook my entire that life was, i was original. like all right well this whole show just could just flip a whole 180 on who people were i was like all right i'll just go with okay. it now. okay that was like in, that was in the original uh visual novel way back in 2003 and then no, like here's so here's the thing King Arthur was not a chick. That's what no, I'm no, no, say. no, no. I know, I know. But I'm saying, I'm saying, like they, they've done this shit. Like since wait, this is the what they've done originally. So yeah, that's like, the thing. I didn't know that because I don't read. Because I'm a degenerate. No, no, but... no. It's like it's 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 it is dumb. I'm saying it is dumb. But like this is yeah, what's it's... been going on since this is so. Saber was like the very first thing they did for that. Fate Grand Word takes it to a whole nother level. They make all like the people like like all the Everybody. dudes into chicks. Yeah, that at that point I was like, I guess this is like, part of the show. Like I the main well character, one of the main characters is Leonardo da Vinci, but they turn him into a chick. I was so excited about Tesla, yeah. and they made it to a goddamn line. Yeah, I at the and then like <laughs> if I then, ever watch Fate, it's just I'm there for the fights. Everybody that's historical or a legend or anything is like you got a fifty fifty of what they are. So yeah. even yeah, so it's so it's like just like I'd say like I still would still recommend like the original Fates. Like series, they're still good to watch as a series, but like, yeah, fake right now, just just look up the fights. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's just so much filler, like this season, just a lot this season, and also like it's so confusing, like jumping ahead to the seventh, basically your the scores? seventh arc. Yeah, just put your time in a haiku. <laughs> okay, bro. God, that's that is all. So that's all I have to say for I Faye. Anything else, friend? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, we're just oh, gonna keep, keep we're, just, we're, we're gonna keep yeah. waiting for Gilgamesh to just basically be badass. Or mash. Like or mash, finally. So that's it for fake grind order. And then for right now we only have one uh new show to talk about for winter season. Um because basically like a lot of shows like Haikyuu, they won't air until this week. So we have to wait till next week's episode to talk about them. But so far, we, we're trying to talk about um, Darwin's game. Because that aired yes. earlier this week. It's just going to be me and Koo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I should mention, too, like the first episode was like an hour special. So like, like you know, like a 40 or 50 minute long episode. Yeah. So if you like mystery slash action slash shonen animes um, and you want to give it a shot, you know, I'd say this is a pretty good one to start. It's 45, 47 minutes long. And uh, I've believe most of the concept of the anime is thrown out in this episode so i'd say I, give it a shot yeah. see if you like it or not so like i just remember like like years like a couple years ago we're like because this is this was adapted for a manga there were so many mm-hmm. mangas where because basically the premise of this show is like you you have a, a mobile app 
where like if you become it's, it's a mobile game app but when you like when you join to become a player it's like a real life like survival game where you have to battle like other people using the app and you get like, your own powers too but like, yeah I'm, it becomes a augmented reality kind of ordeal i just remember like there's so many of these like kind of mangas like like a couple of years ago like like where like the basic mm-hmm. the survival like manga where, where where it's like you sign up using like a mobile phone app and you have to battle against other people and everyone has their own powers mm-hmm. and so so this is one of the ones i get to adapt into anime so i was uh, just want to say like this first episode was pretty intense like like just the mm-hmm. way it opens was pretty intense because it's starts off with like the guy being chased by like like uh the the mascot dude <laughs> yeah so it starts off in the middle of a battle uh He's not the MC, but you follow this guy around who's about to get killed. He's panicking and whatnot. He gets cornered, and then he gets killed by um, one of the villains of the show. It's not really a villain. He's just like another player. Right, but he's he's kind of considered the bad guy, right? And then um, before... Just, yeah. Right, but before he dies, uh, he sends a, uh, I believe it was like a help call? Yeah. That, like a distress call? Something like that, yeah. And then for some reason, he sends one to the MC, which isn't really a player yet. He's just a friend that he knows of. And then uh, he dies, right? And then they switch focus over to the MC now, who accidentally accepts the invitation Mm -hmm. from his friend, and he's now part of the game. Um, And were you able to catch what his power was? Well, uh, let me me, uh, explain it. So powers in this game is called uh, sigils. Sigils, yeah. Right, and then everyone that joins the game has one that uh, that's unique to them only. Um, and as of right now, we don't really know what it does. I'm assuming that he's able to. Uh, I, I think it's like it's it's, 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 it's like creation. It's kind it's kind of like kind of like um like like Shiro from Fate, where like he can, mm-hmm. where he was able to he's able to like to create stuff out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like right. that, like like because in this episode, like like he was. When he was like thinking like I need the strongest weapon possible, he was thinking he had a strong. He was thinking about that super strongly, and then that's when the power came through. Is and then a gun came out because he was thinking about like the strongest weapon possible. Right, but I think he only duplicate or create what he's held or what he's seen before. Because in the very beginning, when he went to the nurse's office after he uh, accepted the terms of the games and joined, um, he he dropped the pen that the nurse gave him to sign the form, and then when he dropped it, he went down and tried to pick it up because he couldn't see it. And at first, you think that he picked up the pen and he gave it to the nurse and left. But it turns out that the nurse went over, picked up the pen that he actually did lose, and now there's two pens that's exactly the same. Um, and as for the gun that pops up later on that he creates, it's actually the same gun that he won in his gacha pull uh, from the game. So he's actually seen it and I guess touched it before. Well, he had a second gun though. Like when, so like, because in that fight against, uh, against like shuka whatever like he had that gun for the he had uh yeah the gun from the gacha game but then like he pulled a second gun when he was on top of her and also like a different gun so well he might he might have created two guns rather than one but he didn't bring a gun with him no he brought but like you're, you're saying you're something. saying that it has to be something he he touched or like or yeah he's touched saw, or seen before, seen before. Right. so like i think because like it it's like stuff like that it's like it has a strongest like mental Im- image so it's easier for him to make those creations i think later on he's like gonna be able to actually i mean i guess like yeah like he'll probably make stuff like he's seen before but like right because I, if you think about it i don't think they, it's li- like... i don't think it's limited to just like just what he's like seen i think it's just like it's just what's easiest to him because it makes the strongest mental image 
You know, because like I said, the the first uh, example of his power was he dropped a pen and he was like, where's this goddamn pen so I can sign this form because he dropped it. And then that's when his hand uh, like glowed blue and then he had a pen in his hand. Um, and then for this one, same thing. It's He really wanted something to help him out. So he thought of the gun because it's the strongest thing he'd think of and he created it. Um, and those are the only, only two examples that we have of how his power, yeah. uh, what so, his power actually does. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But basically, right. yeah, his power is like, is like creation, like out of mm. uh, nowhere. So, right. And so, um, I just want to mention too, like, like, like this soundtrack was really intense. Like, like the last, the sound mm. effects were mm. really loud. They're like, like the Hollywood, like noise, like whenever, like you, it's like those futuristic, like, like, like hover bikes that like mm-hmm. goes by. It's like, like, like that, like the low, like buzzing. There was a lot of that happening when they shot, they shot like, like weapons mm-hmm. in the show. And then like, and then like the soundtrack too, there's like random techno in between. And then like, there's like random, like, like, like chorus <laughs> chanting too. So yeah, like, it, got, it got you pretty hyped. Like it was just <laughs> like, really, oh, like, it was, it was like, like, because I mean, like the main character, he had to go through two battles this episode. So like mm-hmm. just a lot of intense like moments so i yeah, how, so like it was i'd say it's a really good strong first episode just because how like how strongly they put you into the action yeah i think audio wise it, they did a really great job in enticing the the viewer into the show uh but what do you think about the mc because i actually really like the mc he's not i like he's he's I not mean, really a pushover and yeah, he's actually very logical he, he does he does the same thing that everyone does where it's like man i don't want to be part of this and then like right. hey let's work this out whatever and then he, then he tries to run away but then, like mm-hmm. during that first episode, is when he actually like starts to fight. So, right, like so he's not like he's he's, he's not a pushover. He's not like he doesn't get paralyzed by his helplessness. Right. He actually, and like actually, no, during a couple of times during both fights, he 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 actually does like smart things to like yeah, no, outmaneuver his opponents. So. He talks about his his thought process the whole time, so you can kind of tell what he's thinking, and it's 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 very logical. It's nothing, I think, overwhelming or nothing yeah. over the top. Yeah, so um, so, so I feel like he's a pretty good MC. He's very like well so far. I also just I knew I recognized his voice, so I had to look it up on my anime list. So I, mm-hmm. I and then I found out he's he's Senku's voice actor. He's also mm-hmm. shared his vo- voice with with Arthur from Fire Force and then Superu from ReZero. So just want to yeah. mention that real quick. Um, and mm-hmm. then I was actually surprised, like the rules because the rules of the game too. It's like, um. Like basically, when you run out of points, or when you, if you like lose a duel, or you run out of points, you die. And so, like, and and I when they had like the the second fight against uh like the the blonde chick, like I mm-hmm. like when he turned it around and like he was about like she was about to lose. I thought like I thought it was gonna be, I I because like based on the promotional art, I could tell she was gonna be like the the heroine of the series, right? But, like a sidekick or something sidekick like that, or, yeah. or his main partner but like mm-hmm. like when they were dueling together like i, I thought, thought she, got, like i thought it was weird how she was gonna lose the fight because it made it seem like if you lose a duel one duel like a duel like you die but mm-hmm. it seems that like i think i guess like i guess you lose a certain amount of points when you lose a duel and so i guess like that's why the other guy died because like he lost all his points but then they did the weird thing where it says like 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 she become like his he's like his slave or whatever Servant. So, servant. Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. I guess I gotta explain that next episode, but like Well, they actually kinda explained it a little bit in this episode too, because I don't know if you remember that scene where it was the two gangs fighting against each other and Oh uh, yeah, and like and th- one overtook the other. Yeah, and like everyone uh, was underings and they had like everyone's talking about clans and stuff. 
right. uh, clans or families or whatever. Okay. And at first, you thought it was just like like two, actually, yeah, two gangs, yeah, two actual gangs, like the yeah. fighting each other. Um, but as as the story goes on, you kind of realize that I think they were actually talking about their actual clans but, in the game itself. Yeah. Okay. That that actually makes sense. Yeah. Right. And then, like towards the end, um, after uh, the the girl became his servant. She said she wanted to start a family with them, and in that sense, I think she meant like start the, up a clan, clan. on their own. Yeah, right. So I think that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna start their own clan, and then they're gonna try to survive together as a as a clan. Okay. So, uh, so it's it's kind of interesting to see how they kind of set this up or continue with the story. Um, but like I said, it's been pretty intense so far. It's pretty interesting. Uh, I think they've explained things fairly well uh, throughout the story. Uh, so basically, the the groundwork is set for them. Basically, how they go from here is what'll determine if you enjoy it or not. I guess. So like the thing is like, I mean, I, maybe like the first arc will have will be like good or or decent. But like the thing is like, these kind of survival games like they never got end after like twelve episodes. So I just have a feeling that I'm just gonna have to read the manga to figure out the rest because like. Cause like the the anime of these kind of things like they never like I feel like they don't like they don't adapt to the end and you don't get a satisfying ending, so that's like the main thing I'm worried about. It's just like I'm worried um, that it's like a like we'll like maybe like we'll defeat a clan at the end of the first arc, but then we, there's there's still gonna be stuck in the game. So right. like I probably have to like you probably have to resort to the manga to finish seeing what they could yeah. do to get out of the game. If it's anything like King's Game, there was closure, but it wasn't really satisfying. So hopefully with this, they do close it out properly. Like at least and... just like just like beat a clan as like as the ending of the arc, and then just like just save it open, just like because we know they're gonna be still stuck in the in the in the game still. I mean, you never know, right? I don't, I, they're not. <laughs> I don't expect. I don't expect any like any of these kind of things to be done by like twelve episodes. Right. So right. But I mean, all in all, I think I've enjoyed it so far. Like yeah. I said, audio is top notch. Story is pretty well written. Uh, MC is fairly likable, um, and everything seems to make sense. I'll say, like, if you if you've seen this before, it's kind of like repetitive, but it's still mm-hmm. enjoyable. Like, yeah. like, like, I haven't like seen like the survival like games for a while, so just the first episode was really was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I yeah, so. So like the very least, like just the first episode was very good. So I'm excited for what's to come. I hope I like, but the thing is like stuff like this can it can start strong too, and then like it can drag on in the middle. So I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's been kind of a trend with these animes this past year, hasn't it? It starts off strong and just kind of plateaus out, just drops. Yeah. So we'll see. Hmm. Did you also get a, uh, a like a harem vibe at the end of this episode? I don't know, like maybe because because like there's all like because the ending showed a bunch of chicks, so you just assume probably be a harem. Yeah, I mean there wasn't there wasn't really any fan service until towards the end, and then they kind of just do everything out there at the end. So I hopefully they they do it tastefully, right? <laughs> do this tastefully so I can enjoy it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with it. I have high hopes for this one though. Yeah, actually, um, I was. I was gonna ask real quick too, because usually with survival, there's always like some sort of betrayal. Do you think mm-hmm. it's gonna happen in its clan? Like someone's gonna betray him? Oh yeah, for sure. You should think okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> it always happens. Like when it does, like I can't be surprised anymore. Like, mm-hmm. or it's like, or it's like they they, it's like like it's like, or it's like a chick betrays them, and then she realizes, oh, I want to be with you all along, and then goes back to like 
mm-hmm. with the main guy or at the clan. So it's like always one of those two. Yeah, I think we figured until we figure out more of the backstory of the girl, like how long she's been in here, why does she know so much, and then like who is that chick that was kind of like uh, watching over on them? the computer? She's got joined them, like for sh- like like the, the like the the computer ch- person with like all the info. Like they always end up joining, like right. So like so, like, yeah, like, guess, like the information so. broker basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's basically selling his data. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's it for me with this one. Yeah, the same. So, so that's gonna be it for Darwin's game. And then next week, um, so that, yeah, that's gonna be it for this show too. We basically just did like a recap and just like a, just a small preview, like just one of the shows we're watching for winter. Mm-hmm. And then next week is when all like it should be is when I think all the winter shows should be out. Maybe there'll be some that aren't, but. The majority of what we're watching, like, 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 we'll have, talk about high definitely for next week because they'll be out by then, mm-hmm. and then like a uh, bunch of our other shows. So look, uh, look forward to that, and then yeah, just basically next week will be our, our big like impressions of the first episodes of a lot of these these winter series. Oh yeah, so that's gonna be it from us today. So I want to thank thank the panel for joining me today. I want to thank the listeners who are listening to this week's episode. And then we'll see you all next week. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.